With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. So, we are here. It's actually happening. The thing that we've been talking about and waiting for what seems like a lifetime is upon us. We've made it through day one. We are now in day two where champions are built. And I'm joined, speaking of champions, by my champion, my stalwart, my unfailing bastion, Mr. James Coburn. How you doing, Jim? Okay. So, metrically speaking, Jim, how's the draft going so far? It's uh, weird. Okay. I'll get it. <laughs> I'll get could it. You tell us, could you elaborate on uh, what you mean by that? Uh, Mario Edwards Jr.? Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. He might be, I don't know. Not gonna do any. Don't go, my Oh, he might be good. Part <laughs> of this might stuff, man. Oh, boomer, but he might be a boomer. He might be a bust. <laughs> Not a boomer, bust. You either a bust or you're boom. Pick one. Yeah. How How do you really feel? <laughs> I I mean, Dick Fisher's still on the board. Yeah, I know. That's blowing my mind. I thought he would go in the first couple picks. Of, of so, Andres P, obviously <laughs> awesome player. Eric Flowers, obviously awesomeness. Um, Flowers is going to be a solid. Flowers is going to be a solid right tackle. Pete is going to be the kind of guy you have to help a lot uh, against elite pass rushers or even really good pass rushers. I mean, uh, Cedric Obui. Right? Yeah, if he can get help. Yeah, it's a Cincy pick. He does, he's not even doesn't even have a nasty streak. Isn't that what they like in their tackles? They do tend to like nasty. Nasty Whitworth. Right. Yeah. Nice fighters. Um He ain't no nice fighter. No, he's not a pinky puncher, he's not a nice fighter. You're right about that. And then Lincoln Tomlinson. I I like Lincoln Tomlinson. I thought it was a little Early, I mean, he's a top fifty player. He's he's a top fifty player. He's a guard, top twenty-five. And not only that, he's not even the best guard in the class. No, he's not. But he he can play center also, I feel. Oh, ooh! You got me there, Bill. He can play center. (laughs) See, and you were worried for nothing. So and, then every, and everybody just can't get over Randy Gregory not being drafted. They just can't get over it. They got to keep repeating the drums. When is Randy Gregory going to get drafted? I don't know. 
Oh, so metrically <laughs> speaking, you're saying it hasn't quite worked out as you would have expected. As a metrics guy, no, it hasn't. It, it, some picks make sense, other picks don't make sense. So, I mean, I, I you know, again, I, I could spend all day talking about stuff, uh, which we are going to do. But yes, we are. <laughs> I just, I, Stefan Anthony is the top, Shaq Thompson, uh, th- those are the top inside linebackers or, line, or pursuit linebackers in the class. Like, seriously? That's that's where we, that's I, where I we are know. now. Yeah, that's where we live in. That's, that's, ben Heaney, however, is going to go somewhere in the middle of the fifth. You know, uh, so. or or undrafted, Un- maybe even undrafted. <laughs> At the rate things oh. are going right now, I mean Eric that, Armstead that be- at seventeen, and you have sports oh. science, sports BS is what it is. And I'm not trying to call. I, I'm calling them out. You actually I'm are calling them out. Yeah, let's just call a spade a spade. And you they have really a little. Sports science says, oh, he, he had this much punching power. I mean, and you might go, well, James, you're just some little, you know, metric. You know, you're basically working out of a basement, you know. Like, like they know what they're talking about. You know what? That's the funny thing. I'm a guy who's just a normal guy, and yet I know more about, like, the stuff than they do, which is, or maybe they know about it, but they don't really care because they're just some gimmicky little, you know, like when the cigarette companies made those little things to say, hey, well, smoking's fine. It's actually good for your health. Like, that's what sports science seems like to me. It's just a little agent thing so the agents can go, hey, come with me and the sports science people will make you look good. Because that's kind of what it is. It's just this, it's all BS. It's just so much. So much, and I mean, just some some of the picks, some of the other picks, like again, James Winston, Marcus Marietta. You and me both know there's no magic formula to quarterback. They could both nope. be amazing. They could both suck. Yep. We you could know? be talking it's about them possible. like we did about Achilles Smith and and Joey Harrington. You know who knows? Exactly. Exactly. At the same time, can we fault the team for taking them? Eh, not really. I mean, because I like James Winston on tape. I like Mark Spear. I don't take There's a bunch of question marks. Uh, Amari Cooper. I love the player. I would have preferred other players. But at the same time, we've never – Raiders have never had a wide receiver like Amari Cooper in a long time. So Tim, Tim Brown people, would be the closest, and that was a few years back. That was a few years back. We've never had a wide receiver like that before, ever. And when you think of Derek Carr and you think of all the other issues, it makes sense. Brandon Scherf, everybody's whining about Brandon Scherf to the Redskins. He fits that mentality of that team. He's extremely athletic. Go to the 2013 tape, which I keep telling people to do, but they refuse to do it. Um, He can, I mean, Trent Williams, Brandon Scherf at right tackle. That's amazing, Bill. I don't know if you know that. Like, it's pretty good, yes. <laughs> that's pretty dang good. So just stop with this whole, oh, bird, blah, 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 literally. But then you have all these other picks, which, again, this seemed like a replacement draft, Bill, is what it really seemed like. You had all these teams drafting these players to replace other players that are still on the roster that they know they're not going to be able to pay. Yes. Instead of, of actually giving 
instead of actually getting the best player available. So yes. that, that, that's my only major hiccup is the Jets and the Colts and a bunch of these teams were basically – they're not really building at all. They're just kind of replacing needs that they lost or are about to lose in free agency. So, the term you're looking for is backfilled. Yes, exactly. So I – I don't know anymore. Okay, um. then. Let me, let me see if Donovan is having a slightly better time. Well, it's been better, but I mean, if, if, what has his experience has been like? So, um, This uh, is like the negativity have... draft show right now. Sorry. <laughs> that, that was depressing. I, I, don't, I might as well leave the call. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm, it's I'm assuming you're having a different experience, right? For, oh, for, I mean, it's... I have one favorite team, so I don't really. I mean, I, it's. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not surprised that much anymore by this stuff. I mean, I just every team's bored. I would, if I had every team's bored, then I might be surprised, but I don't. So no one really fell or dropped too much because you know, we don't really know the board. You know, um, right? Probably the smartest, smartest well, thing I've been mean, told. We can feel the person we can say definitely. I mean, Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins. There's no way. Yeah, if that's for happens. obvious reasons. Though. Right. I mean, that's but, the one where we can point to. Right. Then we talk about you have to prepare for every scenario. That's one of those things we have to prepare for every scenario. Everyone, yeah. there's no way he's around past somewhere in between the mid-teens and early 20s under quote-unquote normal circumstances. But Yeah, yeah right. he's he's gone. But, yeah, he, he obviously, yeah, that that's one. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know there's great players on the board. I redid my big board last night, but. Surprise? No, I mean first round there was a little bit of shock there, but I mean it went by really fast actually, which was which was really great. I didn't have to stay up too nice. late. Well, I stayed up late anyway, but it went by fast, faster than most. There wasn't as many trades, and I mean I think I had 26 guys um, in the first round, so I missed on like six, you know. So I mean it was most of the guys I had going the first um, went. So I mean now I mean it's two different things you know to have somebody on your board and then think who's going kind of have to separate the two. So I mean I knew some of the guys I didn't like too much would go in the first, but yep, like I said it's separated. But no I mean there's, there's a lot of good players still on the board. Um, like Tom McShay opened up with on his stand. I mean he was saying he had like 70 guys with second or third round grades that are still here to start, and I'm almost there with them. I had a lot of guys. I think I had 20, like I said, 26 players with first round grades, and about 65 with second or third. So there's a lot of great talent left and no, this has been a it's been a good draft, man. I mean it's been a little bit of element of surprise, a little bit of shake shake up. Now there's a lot of trades popping in in and out. Um I think the quarterbacks are gonna start to um get taken at some point. <laughs> um a couple of, maybe we'll probably see two quarterbacks taken today. Um maybe three. But uh I don't know. It's been fun. I enjoyed it. And your, your Kikaha just went to the Saints. Yay. So that, yeah, that's uh, good. <laughs> like it, I like, actually. Good I like it, yeah. I like. I didn't think they were going to go there. I thought they were going to go Petty. But uh, that was a good one. I, no, I think it. Petty I think Petty finds his way. I wouldn't be – I think maybe early third. I think Hunley goes somewhere at late second, though. Yeah, 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 probably. I mean, it's – you know, I mean, they're – like I said, still good players, but still got – a first-round guy, pretty much from everybody's consensus, Collins, an uh, interesting thing there. And then, like you said, with Petty, Hunley, 
Grayson, Manning, and those guys still on the board. Um, still a lot of cornerbacks. Small school guys still left. All types of guys left, man. This is fun for me because it's just everything's shaping yep. up. Yep. Um, I'm interested. Somewhere in the next 10 to 15 picks as well. But, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see um, just from talking to the San Diego guys, like I told you, um, where they go. Um, they're picking up soon, so I'm looking. Like, <laughs> you know, the guy they wanted is gone in the second. A lot of the guys they wanted are gone. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Um, I think Jake Fisher, if he falls to San Diego, they might take him, though. A little, I won't say too much insider information, but <laughs> I, I don't think, I mean, they pick after Miami, which is pretty soon. So uh, I think they might take him. They really need another offensive lineman, but it's kind of one of those things where they had him. Oh. Right. Top, they had him. Yeah, they had him seven overall on their board, and he'd be at forty-seven. So you're looking right. at a plus forty exactly. <laughs> on value. I now mean, you so. can't pass those up. That's that's yeah. But there's other guys too that they like that are here, um, including quarterback. Um, they like your guy Petty. They like Humphrey, and they like Grayson. But I don't know if they're gonna take quarterback as high. Kind of be. I think they're gonna wait on that. But um, yeah. Anyway, good. Been good. Draft, um, been good. I'm waiting for like the huge shock that everybody's just done by. Like it's gonna happen. Somebody's gonna get like some guy with a six round pick is gonna get drafted like <laughs> today, and we're gonna all be stunned. And then you know the article's gonna start popping out, and our jaws are gonna drop and everything. So. You know, maybe Brandon Bridge goes in third round or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean there's. Well, you know, DTB, of course, is going to be an interesting storyline. He left the board here in a second. It's going to be interesting to see. Fisher should go soon. Um, well, oh, Kendricks is on the Vikings. I was pissed off. Pissed off about that. I knew it was going to happen, too. I knew it was going to happen. Oh, I don't want to play Kendricks twice a year. We should have had hey, him on our team. Hey, and Thompson, you trust. I do trust Thompson, but I trust Kendricks too. He's gonna to be a good player. I trust Zimmer. They're they're doing a hell of a job the first few years in the draft. Yep. I mean, Anthony, you got uh, Jim Moore, two two of his guys on the same defense. You know, two of the premier linebackers from Pac-12 the past couple of years. So yeah, they they just they're killing it. Yeah, this could be some interesting stuff going on here. Um, like I said, to me, this is the, the to me this is the most interesting round in the draft. Actually, the second round because of uh, you know guys that made it through from the first, and because of as you said, some guy that there is usually some of these one shocker pick, one guy that most people saw as a mid to late day three guy who will somehow pop up here. But I'm excited to see what a few there's like a few teams that I think are going to put themselves on the top. I mean, this I think people know about the first, but I think some team's going to get some good team is going to get ridiculous value somewhere here in the second. And one of the things that really does put you over the top, get getting that guy that does take some part of your team, whether it be a strength or a weakness, and changes it enough that you you win that game in the playoffs that you wouldn't have won otherwise. I think it's going to be somebody here 
probably in the latter, well, obviously the better teams in the latter part, but in the latter part of the first. I mean second, latter part of the second. All right. So I'll stick with you for a moment, Don, as James recovers, and I'll just jump back in in a moment. So give me your a couple of your favorite picks and least favorite picks, you know, so far. I'll start off with the negative stuff, man. I, I don't – Devin Funches, <laughs> I, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to talk about it. Same thing over and over again. But, uh, I mean, now the situation for him is pretty decent, better than I thought. He went to a situation where he doesn't have to be the guy. Um, you know, they got KB out there already and then Olsen, who are – I mean, Greg Olsen's an amazing um, teacher, um, great – IQ and everything. You know, no one talks about tight end IQ, but <laughs> I mean he's a really smart guy too. Um, yeah. And so he's doing a good foundation. And they have something built there. They they have an identity. Ron Rivera's a good coach. They know where they are. Got a big time quarterback. Um, they got to keep him upright though. Um, and they should have went lineman. I, I gave him a pass first round, skipping, but I can't give him a pass in the second round. And I mean this is where I have to say I separate stuff. I had that bunch of 129. Or 192, actually, on the board. Um, oh. I knew he was going to go in the second or third, though, so it's not surprising. Um, my board wasn't surprising. I didn't. I just. I don't like him that much. Um, feel like he's just a tweener guy. Um, I know a lot of people compare him to Kelvin Benjamin or Marcus Colson. I don't see it. Um, Neither one of them. No. Yeah, and but I, heard, I mean, hey, I heard, is, people have brought up Jimmy Graham of all people, and that's so, egregious. Yeah, that's yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it, but um, that was that was really the only one I'm like, okay. And then the the Dorsett one was interesting. I'm leaning towards it was kind of bad, but I mean, I like Philip Dorsett. Um, I don't mind him um, late first, I guess, because I had an early second on him, so they didn't reach too far. I gave him like a negative like seven or eight on the value. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. And it's just yeah, six to ten in terms eight, of yeah, it's a – I mean, man, like, it's, you know, you got you got luck um, throwing the ball 50 times a game. Um, you know, depth, um, guys get injured, you know, just because they have four wide receivers. Always, I mean, T.Y. get Hilton gets hurt, now is a smart pick. You know what I mean? If he's out for the season with a broken collarbone. So they got – you know, that's fine. I'll take it. You can do some stuff in the return game as well. Um, but those two, I mean, other than that um, – not so much. I mean, the Donovan Smith one, too, just because they could add Jake Fisher. Um, and, and the Raiders, speaking of Edwards, um, that one's kind of – I don't think they should have done that. I would like to see another team do it, like the Patriots or a team with a, a better team, basically. Um, yeah. So those three. Those three. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Jim. But then the teams I hit, I mean, I don't – San Diego right now, I mean, I don't know what their second-round pick's going to be, but, I mean, they got their guy they wanted. So, uh, and then Melvin Gordon is one of my favorite players, one of my highest-ranked players. Jeff, um, Tennessee, obviously for me. I mean, I'm sure you guys know, big fan of Mariota and, and DGB. Um, they were number two and 13 on my board, or 17 rather. DGB was 17, Mariota was two. So they got two first-rounders to me. Um, and a coach that'll jack them up. DGB gets out of line. <laughs> I feel like Wizards gonna jack them up and uh, push him against the wall, and you know. Um, he'll be fine there. That's a good spot for him, low-key town, Nashville. So. Um, and then I like uh, what Jacksonville did with, with T.J. Yeldon in the second round and uh, Dante Fowler Jr. in the first. I mean, everybody else, 
solid picks too. Um, I'm interested in those Chicago picks because I can't tell if I really like them or don't like them. Like I'm kind of not in between. I just have to see what they do with the rest of the draft first. Um, Kevin White's solid, and he's going to be good because, you know, he's not the number one guy. They got um, Alshon, but, I mean, still color at quarterback. So <laughs> I, I feel like they should draft a quarterback at some point. They will. I don't know who. Yeah. Well, if um, they like I, I David love, Fields, they'll love uh, Grayson, right? Not him. <laughs> well, I mean, John Fox and that system, I mean, yeah, I can see him drafting him, but. You know, they got Jimmy Clausen fails, I guess, already. But I wouldn't mind them bringing another quarterback. Um, oh, there goes a small school guy. Good shot draft it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, those are the teams. San Francisco just, you know, they've done a pretty nice job for me. They definitely needed a safety. Um, uh-huh. I, didn't, I, didn't think they would, I didn't think they would go there with safety. He's a good safety. I just thought um, he's the closest thing to Dan Buchanan available in this draft. He is. I mean, there's oh, there's there's, there's, there's really Rowe, there's Rowe and Pruitt and uh, a couple of Josh Shaw on the board. I know you really like Josh Shaw and uh, Cody Pruitt, but no, that's a good pick too. He's a tackling machine. He's got a good form. He's a good safety. But yeah, overall, like I said, good draft. Um, everybody's pretty much in the plus to me, except Carolina. Um, Oakland's kind of in the middle. I mean, they got Amari Cooper though, so I'm not even gonna say they're in the middle. They're definitely in the plus. So, um, it's a long draft. I mean, there's some trades that have been made. Um, thought Cleveland get go out of their picks for more picks, which I thought was smart. They have more holes than their fans realize, I think. So, <laughs> um, yeah. And then your guys, uh, Pittsburgh, man, getting Dupree. He fell in their lap last night um, at 22, I believe. That, to me, was so one of the great value picks in the entire first round with that pick. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I was going to say, yeah, he was like um, – I think he was sixth on my board. They got him at 22. So that's definitely a big plus value double-digit one right there, so. Okay, we'll back see, to, though. Yes, back sure. to Jim Coburn. So, highlights and lowlights. I mean, you kind of touched on them a little bit in your mini rant at the beginning, but um, talk about the picks you thought were the most and least sensible, and then talk about your rationale. What is it that, that stood out or uh, horrifies you about those particular picks. Okay. Um, I mean, Eric Flowers' pick doesn't make sense, 100%. Um, I actually uh, got a source that actually got his short shoulder three count, um, mm-hmm. and it wasn't bad. It was good, but it doesn't really justify taking him at pick nine. So he was a guy that I was worried about agility testing because he didn't do it, obviously, um, at least not publicly. Um, with teams, he did it, and uh, he tested a little bit better. And that's the only thing, too. Is it's A lot of the leak stuff is kind of like pro day numbers, so it's kind of true. It's not really 100% true. So, I, you know, there's that sort of to it, but I kind of get the pick. He tested similar to, like, Jake Long or Michael Ruse, but not as dynamic as either one of those guys. Um, and that's sort of my only worry. I think, you know, there's, there's starter potential there, obviously, but I just didn't really get it. Trey Waynes doesn't make any sense to me, and I don't, uh, I don't really understand um, the rationale taking him there. 
Um, I know people talk about Mike Zimmer and this and that. And I, again, I'm, I I don't really trust Mike Zimmer 100%. Um, sorry, uh, Vikings fans. I, I just he's a really stiff cornerback. Um, testing wise, he tested like a starting quarterback, but there were much better corners in the class. And that's kind of the big thing is, uh, you know, Waynes was my 16th cornerback in the class, and he was the first cornerback off the board. So uh, that's <laughs> That's kind of my big beef with that because uh, I think overall he just lacks the chain. I mean, again, though, this is – Trey Waynes is a guy that, that couldn't cover Devin Funches one-on-one. Nope. He couldn't change directions with Devin Funches one-on-one. <laughs> so that's the guy you take at 11. I'm, I'm sorry. I just I, – I can't I can't deal with it. Um, the same thing in Andres Pete. Now apparently they're saying they're moving him in guard, you know, into guard. I'm not. Is that 100 true? But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yes. There's that. That's not better. <laughs> what was the what, what was big knocks on him? Um, that he lost leverage to guys that got underneath him and tossed him around like a wet sack of newspapers. He's a guy that has functional strength. Okay. 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 Listen, listen, okay. listen, listen, okay. listen. Yeah. It's a lot okay. like. Moving a, a a quarterback to safety that's not that athletic, exactly. not great, exactly. but it's better to a certain extent if the guy can tackle or not, which he does. Okay. But I'm not trying to do this analogy. I'm just trying to say that I don't think I think it's stupid to take a tackle that high and then say, "Oh, we're going to put him at guard," and when there's no athletic upside with him to begin with. I mean, people talk a lot about upside. I believe in athletic upside. I know people think I'm crazy, but I believe in, in, in at least knowing, hey, if he hits, he could be a stud because of all this athleticism, because that's actually Correct. happened before. It has it's happened. happened. But if a guy isn't that athletic, if he's just kind of eh as a player, and you think that he has this upside because of what, you kind of understand what I'm saying? And that's my biggest issue with Andres Pete is that, Based on his athletic profile, he's a less athletic Langston Walker. That's who oh. he is. Where do I sign up to get and one long of And long-term-wise, <laughs> he's going to be – he might end up being a starting tackle in the NFL, but like Langston Walker, he didn't stay in places very long, baby. He kind of went from place to place, you know, town to town, you know, and did his thing. And he had a decently long career, and I think Pete will have that because of where he was drafted. But it's one of those things where a guy has a longer you know, long career just because of how high he was drafted. So he's still a headache. He still causes issues. He does the best he can. But why do you have to put yourself through this thing? Why? Why do you have to have this unnecessary pain? Like, I just – it's just way too high for a guy like that. Especially, oh, we're taking a guy at 13 and we're moving him to some other position. I, I'm I'm kind of one of those guys that doesn't like to do that stuff until day two, you know. Taking a guy who's never played a position and say, oh, you're going to do that now. You know, that's what you're, that's what you're going to do. So that that's my only big sort of thing with it. Um, you know, Kevin Johnson makes sense. Uh, I think, again, I, I kind of like the pick. If he's going to be the slot guy, and as I've already talked about, I think as a primary boundary corner, he's going to go up against Des Bryant, and then just it's going to be bad. When Kevin Johnson and Des Bryant go up against each other, it's not going to end well. But if you put him up against slot guys, smaller wide receivers, the shifty quick types, he can do that for you. He can do that pretty well. 
he could change directions with those guys exceptionally well. You see that on tape. He's not the most physical player by any stretch of imagination, but then again, slot guys almost never are, at least most of them. I mean, you can't agree with me there, right, Bill? You know, most slot guys aren't really the most physical guys anyway. So, Well, I mean, um, there's a couple of exceptions, obviously. He's going to struggle with and and Quan Bolden and a few others, but I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, but there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of you know, Antoine Goodleys, and there's not a lot of Bolden. Uh, there's not, there's and, not many uh, of those guys. Right, right, you know? and uh, what's his name? Uh, the big white guy in Philadelphia. Uh, oh, uh, Riley Cooper. Ron. Riley Cooper, yeah, yeah. What What do you guys think about Philadelphia's pick real fast? Eric Rowe? It means oh. a good fit for what they needed. I assume you yeah. needed safety for them. Yeah, yeah. That would have been anyway. the safety I thought San Francisco took, but, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's what they uh, should have got. San Diego, man, I cannot believe if this is true. Can't believe I just, wait, I what, mean, I don't know. I don't know. What, I mean, he's about to announce it, so I'm going to wait until he actually says it first. Okay. Uh, well, anyways, uh, Armstead, don't oh. get it. Okay. Oh, what happened? Right. We'll take a second. Oh, who? They, they got Denzel Perryman. Oh, I was nice. uh, shocked, man. I mean, not shocked because Denzel Perryman's not good. It's just that they never mentioned yeah. Denzel Perryman. That's a, uh, that's why. So they like they like. I mean, one scout doesn't have control over obviously a draft, but I mean I get that, it. that had that had to be a Telesco or or Kevin Kelly pick because he never mentioned any of the scouts about Denzel Perryman at all. That's why I'm so shocked about it. But I mean, and then inside so linebacker, he's going to play next to Mantateo. Yeah. Well, it's, they, I mean, they, they. Oh man, I don't like to take that much. <laughs> they, they're gonna, <laughs> when if they play teams that have really athletic interior linemen who get on those guys, it's going to be a long day at the office. Both those guys can get swallowed whole. Yeah, I just I, I like both you of them. I do. Oh, we both I like do. both of them. Yeah, but they. Yeah, I like both <laughs> players, but I don't like them together. <laughs> you know Not, yeah, I mean? I'm the exact same, and that's probably how Charger fans feel because I'm looking at their um, Twitters and stuff, and they're just like, "We like Denzel Perryman, but like <laughs> we got Teo, and then like we have so many other needs." But I don't know. I I was really. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking they would go. Uh, I thought they would go Gregory or, or Phillips or um, the other kid from um, the Oregon, or, or Jay Fisher. Yeah, but I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> what do you think about that, Jim? You think about what? Like, Pyramid on the Chargers. Um, it's all right. Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel about it, too. I guess all of us. Okay. Not, not horrible. Um, no. He's, uh, I mean, he's going to be a starting linebacker for you. Um, he's, I mean, that's all I can really say. Right. I, I agree. <laughs> he's better than Teo, though. I, I will say, I will give you that, though. A little bit better than him. A little bit better than him, yeah. In terms of, you know, notes for the football and um, instincts-wise and stuff like that. But 
I just there. Hmm. In fact, that was the other guy. I got his short shell three times too, and I forgot to do that sure. one. Uh, on, I'll yeah. do it later. He, but, Tom Telesco um, likes linebackers, man. He's picked three, what, in two years or something like that? Or no, he picked, yeah, Jeremiah Tauchu and then Tao and then Denzel Perryman, all in the top um, 50. 50. Or 50, 50, yeah. 50. Yeah. You're right. They like hmm. them. Yeah. They're not all really great, but they do no. like them. No, no. They don't like great linebackers. They just like lots of linebackers. Yep. They do. Pretty much. <laughs> Kyle Posey's oh. pissed off. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. I just want to. I know Bill's a oh. fan of Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kyle, Kyle Posey can get over it. I know he has a love affair with Randy Gregory. I get it. But, yeah, you know. he was like, that was supposed to be the guy. He's for the next best freshman to class. Yeah, he yeah. he might be slightly inconsolable for a bit. Maybe they can get him first. What was Wait, that? What? I said maybe they can get him in the third. Oh, I don't think he's going to drop uh, that Maybe far. they can get him in the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Actually. The stuff that's coming out is not good, fellas. So Of course not. So no, it's like, not. It's like a perfect – it's like it's almost – it's not comparable to Lyle Collins. There's a dead person involved, but it's like – second sort of thing where everything's kind of colliding on draft day to make yeah. people way too anxious about him. You know, they're calling up his, his mother, they're calling up his father, they're calling up his baby daddy, like, they're calling up every, everybody. Baby mamas, everybody. I found it interesting that Cleveland said he wasn't off the board for them. So, yeah, that could be a player uh-huh. since they have so many picks now. I mean, they have, them in Cleveland have the most. Or not them, them in New England, rather, New England. Oh, right. New England? I don't, yeah, I don't in... see that. Um, I know well, that I mean, Belichick yeah. takes chances on guys like that, but that's <laughs> a really big chance. I don't know. I just... Yeah. And yeah, they already I mean, had, and they already had the whole, you know, Aaron Hernandez thing. So, um, which the owner was pretty not not happy about that. Like, you know, hey, hey, Bill, could you not take murders any, you know, in the draft? <laughs> Try not to make sure that they don't, you know, they're not like that. But yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, what, what was that? I just want to ask you guys who your best. Still available so far. Um, I guess we'll stick with you, Jim. Who are your best available still? <clears throat> Jake Fisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lyle Collins. I mean, I, I don't know. That's the big thing. Is as a GM, I just want to want to know what exactly happened or what. Like, I would just want to know. Okay, where were you on the night in question? Like that sort of thing. Alibi, whatever. But um. Uh, he's still there for me, at least. And I, my job's not on the line, so whatever. So, but he's still there. Stephen Nelson, Quinn Spang, uh, Ben Henney, Holly Marfitt, uh, Duke Johnson, Trey McBride, mm-hmm. Shaq Mason, 
uh, Xavier Cooper, Craig Major, Kevin Coleman, Ty Montgomery, Bobby McCain, and I could keep going, but that's a good, good list. Okay. Same question for you, Dominic. Who are your best of the other? Jake Fisher is my best of the Oh, God. Sorry. Mitch Morris just went to uh, – staying home. He yep. was in Kansas City. That was high, man. But he's a good player. Um, Jake, I like Jake Fisher, um, obviously. <laughs> he was top 10 overall on my board. Uh, Max Williams was, was 20th best on my board. He's still there. Um, now he's obviously second. Um, Brent Hundley, Leo, Leo Collins, uh, Nate Orchard, Jay Ajayi is still there. Jordan Phillips. Um, guy that I think is going to take a little slide, but I, I'm still high on him. Um, he, I know he's raw, but he's one of those raw guys that no character issues and he's raw. But he's still a good player, and he's really good at the senior bowl is Quentin Rollins. And obviously he's, you know, um, my Ohio basketball player and safety cornerback combo. Um, I, I think he'll on the third. I think we're yeah, third. Nothing wrong with that. Um, especially your team looking at him in Pittsburgh. That would be a nice fit for him in third. Uh, yep. Jalen Strong is – I knew he was going to be around this part anyway, but he's still high on my board. He's the best receiver there. Uh, Cody Pruitt is a guy I've liked a lot. Lance Shark over there. Eli Harold. Um, Henry Anderson and Danelle Hunter. Harold should go up the board soon, yeah. We should. Um I mean, there's so many guys left. So it's, I mean, this is like, this is going to be like the best second and third round I'll probably ever see in my life, to be honest, because there's just so many guys left, uh, light a lot. Alex Carter, Jared, Gary Jarrett's still there, Josh Shaw. I mean, all types of guys. And then obviously, TJ Clemens hasn't gotten picked yet, right? Uh, you know, he's still there. Yeah, he's still there, and um, Randy Gregory's still there. So. I mean, I don't really like those guys that much, but, I mean, I'm surprised they're both still there <laughs> for two different reasons, obviously. But T.J. Clemens got an injury, and then Randy Gregory said off the field stuff. But, right. yeah, it's, Darby's still here. And P.J. is, too. Both the, the corners from Florida State, yeah. right? Yeah, I figured P.J. would. And, I mean, like I said, I'm still just waiting for, like, some guy that was supposed to be, like, <laughs> a sixth, fifth-round pick. <laughs> Get picked up, but yeah, those are the best players left on my board. Um, these guys I like a lot. Uh, Buffalo is picking. This is always going to be interesting with uh, Mr. Rexy Ryan. I don't think they go quarterback though, like everybody's saying. That's oh, true. You can use somebody with good feet. They just, I mean, they have four quarterbacks on the roster. They're going to have to release one. They're not going to hold five. Yeah, I don't think they're going to carry five quarterbacks either. But yeah, I mean, everyone's of the opinion, or not everyone, but the, the consensus seems to be that, you know, Petty or Hunley is going to go to them at some point in this round or the next. Make, what makes sense? So, see what Buffalo does. I hope it's Petty. Because if it's Petty, you could. I don't know. I just want Petty to be good so that everybody can kind of like, you know. Set up? Yeah. I know the concerns. I get it. At the same time, it's like, how can you not watch him, you know, a lot of the tape of him basically from last year and this year and not come away going, yeah, there's a potential he could become something. 
despite the fact that he's 24 years old. If everybody keeps reminding you, and I keep going. Derek Graydon is 2014. So there goes Ronald up. Darby. There goes yep. Ronald Darby. Yep. Yay, Ronald Darby. Mm-hmm. And they could use, you know, secondary help and for those that notice. They definitely can. Um, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he's a guy, he's very powerful, very fast, obviously. I know people keep saying he can play zone, but he doesn't change directions all that well. And I don't know, when I think of playing in a zone, Bill, I think of changing directions well. I don't know. I, am I in the minority there? But um, well, I think that he's yeah. – The thought is that if you're playing zone and you're – depends on how you, do, how you play zone. In a matchup zone, you're probably right. But if you're in sort of a soft, cushiony, keep everything in front of you and run up on it and hit it zone, you can – guys who are kind of stiffish, as you like to say, can hide that a little bit by being backed off and keeping everything in front of them. So I guess I'm wondering what kind of zone you're talking about playing. Not all zones are created equal, I guess is the best way to put it. And um, well, What's more preferable, though, the straight line attack zone? Obviously, you need a good, court, a new good safety for that. If you don't have a good safety, I would worry. But <laughs> or the other, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I do understand what you're saying. I just... And the, the Bills don't really have good safety, so, okay. Um, but there's no safety to really get. At least there's a few. Agree, there's a few, but, there's right. a few actually, that are still available. But I just need it in terms of, I, I don't know. Like, Abraham Campbell, I'm surprised he didn't get, I don't know. I'm surprised that he yeah, has his, he's gonna have to. He's going to have to wait until the third. Who is that? He'll be in discussion. He'll be discussed about another round yeah. later. Yeah. He's a good player, but he didn't test like a freak, you know, so that hurt him. Well, um, yeah, yeah, kind of, it's a pro day. He tested like Demarius Randall at his pro day, a better Demarius Randall. So, ooh. <laughs> I guess yeah. what Pete Smith has to say here. Oh, Pete Smith's here? Well, no, but I'm saying that would be Oh, man, I'm happy about that one. Oh, you know, that I is a nice place for yeah, 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 man. Nate Orchard. So now you have someone to torment, um, Andrews Pete. <laughs> you oh, got someone to. Well, they don't him, play the division. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah, it was that joke. But yeah, he, he, yeah, man. That guy coming in right away. Um, gonna play really well, I believe, but. And he, I know he's he, one of his mentors is Kruger, so that'll be good for him. Yeah, I, well, Nate Orchard's one of my, I mean, I know that not everyone loves him, but I think he's going to end up outperforming his, uh, several of the other edge guys that went ahead of him. Well, I think he's going to be yeah. he's going to be a lot like, uh, what's that? guy who plays for the Falcons. John Abraham? No. Oh, okay. The other guy. The white guy. Craig Beerman. Oh, you mean Craig Beerman. Oh, okay. He's more athletic than him, though. And I think that when you look at Nate Orchard on tape and you look at his production, you look at his ability to dominate players, um, be productive, I think that he'll outperform 
what all the athletic metric only guys think he will because of his production because of his pace. I guess is what I'm trying to say. So despite the fact that he's not like a super duper athlete by any stretch of imagination, um, Pirtle McPhee's not really a super duper athlete. And he was able nope. to become one of the biggest free agency targets. So like I think that that's the thing about the orchard is is he was really productive at Utah and is that really going to translate to the next level against certain guys? No, but at the same time, he is somebody who's fundamentally sound and technically sound in a lot of different things, and I think that that'll, you know. I, I'll tell you this much. He will have a better career than, uh, what's, the, uh, what's that guy, the LSU guy. Um, uh, Danelle? The LSU? No. Um, the LSU guy that's already there right now. Oh, well, Barcavius Mingo. Yeah, I think he'll end up yeah. with more sacks in his career than Pingo. Oh, I agree. Yeah, Agreed. I, I think that's a pretty easy and safe bet. <laughs> Jordan well, Phillips. First of all, yeah, Jordan oh, Phillips ending up in. Yeah. The funny thing is, I had him ending up with the Chargers in the like first. <laughs> so, um, even though I'm not wild about Phillips, that feels like a, a better spot for him. He he went to Miami, right? Yep, he went to Miami. Okay. I don't like Miami anymore. Because <laughs> of that pick or just in general? Because <laughs> of that pick, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, man, that's, that's – you really don't like it. You, just, you don't like Miami? At least you like the city, I know. You don't like the city. I've been to Miami a lot. It's a nice – it's a, it's expensive, but it's, there it's not a bad place. <laughs> I had to pay $15 for an appetizer there, man. Yeah, yeah, you have to bring your own. You have to I, bring your own fish tacos to to Miami. Don't buy fish tacos while you're there. Fifteen dollars for a rum and coke. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say. Well, the double, but still, I mean, fifteen. Okay. I must suggest to you gentlemen that you never live in either New York or San Francisco because both those places leave Miami in the dust. So yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, uh, it's gonna be hard enough for me to live in in, in uh, North Hollywood for two months. So wow. <laughs> I'm gonna be broke. I'm not gonna have any money left. <laughs> hey, you go to UCLA campus and play basketball with Adam Sandler and get him to buy you skills and stuff like that. Maybe I'll... I can. There you go. I can. Yeah, there man. You go. Maybe I can get Ellis McCarthy to buy me some stuff since I promote him so much. You know, have a yeah, check. You, prob- you oh, probably man. should. And <laughs> no, Montel, who is it Montel? Montel needs to be getting a percentage Jack. from um, Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson, that's right. Yeah. I know. He loves Shaq Thompson. He t- he, I was listening to him on another show, and I'm not going to bring it up. And he basically said that, uh, you know, the Kansas City tight end there right now, um, Kelsey? Travis Kelsey. Yeah, he said that Shaq Thompson could, could cover Travis Kelsey with ease. He kept telling this guy, um, and I, I, I don't know. I didn't really call him out, but I, I was like, okay, we'll see. I have a like a little quick question, just yeah. like a random one, just a high school kind of recruiting nerd question. Right. Uh, do right. you think James Sample, Arc Armstead, or Shaq Thompson would be the best player from Grant High School? Because they all went to high school together. That's right. Sample, mm. Thompson, and who's the other guy? Howard Armstead. Oh, at Armstead. Uh, Get it. <laughs> uh, Thompson will probably be the best by far. Okay. Uh, yeah. Somebody said. Somebody said Sample. 
Um, but I'm not. I like Brian. I mean, James Sample's okay. But yeah, Sample, really like... James Sample benefits because of how bad Solomon was as a tackler. So <laughs> it's like when you when all you have all those tackles. Right. Some guy's so bad that the other guy looks good. So, um, and I'm not trying to say Sample's a bad player. I think he's going to be a good backup in the next level, but I don't think he's yeah. really going to become like a starting guy. Tom, again, my only issue with Thompson, I do think he has athletic ability to be a starting linebacker. It's just, it's, you think he's going to be an elite pursuit linebacker? Like, show up on paper, I guess. Like, that's the only thing is he never really did that. And on, on tape, there are issues in terms of pursuit angles and there are issues in terms of other stuff. And he has a splashy player, but at the same time, I really do think that Special teamer and Pisa Tula Aso Mosola, yeah, that guy. Um, Pisa like Tina Samoa, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make me like happy. I guess like that doesn't make me go, oh yeah, yeah. I gotta have that guy. I like, I want that guy in the first round at least. Like I, I saw more, you know, a Josh, Josh Muaga type. That doesn't get you all warm and runny. Right. Exactly. Says Ben Henney was a guy who. Again, more athletic to check on me. And on top of that, actually had better tape. And he's going to be cheaper since you're going to get him about four Exactly. Hours you're not paying a full price later. for him. And I just love that whole little thing about, well, you know, they know how to coach linebackers there. It's like, I don't know. It's like, like Luke Kinkley just showed up there and he was a terrible linebacker and they turned him into a good one. It's like, well, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't actually work that way. Yeah, it actually works. Like I said, I, I was one of the people less, not as high as some people on Keekley. And I mean, this is before I accepted that stacking and shedding was basically dead. That was my only issue, was that he rarely successfully discarded interior linemen once they got on him. Now, he was great at just avoiding them. I mean, that was what he was good at. He would just dodge them, you know. But when they did get him, he did not do a great job of disengaging. And it's not good because he's not that powerful, you know. Um and that was one of the major issues in terms of he was fast for his size and quick for his size, but was really not that powerful. So um, now if you keep him as a wheel linebacker, in the system, yeah, it'll work. But he was never like tremendously productive. I don't know. And I know people talk about running back reps and stuff like that, but at no point in his entire career was he that productive of a, a pursuit linebacker or off ball or whatever you want to call. It. Whatever you want to call it, yes. Until you're your linebacker. Whatever tool you use, inside, whatever. But, yes, off the ball, pursuit, interior, old school, middle, whatever. To me, his best fit, his best usage is as a cover two, like where he's Jake that whole Fisher. Sorry. Finally. <laughs> I'm Finally. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? I told you I'm, I'm in Cincinnati draft room, man. I told you guys. <laughs> I need to be a Bengals fan. You probably do. They've drafted everyone I like for like the past three years. Uh, so they drafted Dick Fisher? Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy. Why? I'm happy for him getting drafted there at the same time. Uh, I just want the Raiders, Raiders to be the Raiders had him. Raiders, the Raiders had him right there. He's right, right there. there. Fell into their laps. And they go with Mario they could have had Leonard Williams and Jake Fisher if they had played. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, don't even bring I, that up. Don't even bring that up. Sorry, I'm I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 
don't even, you know, whatever. We got Amari Cooper. Again, I really like Amari <laughs> He's a very good football player. But apparently you could get Trey McBride the third, and, you know, for the looks of things. Yeah, but Cooper's way better than McBride because McBride is going to have the whole William and Mary stigma thing to him, and coaches <laughs> are going to have him earn his keep, and they're not going to hand him the job. Like, that's, again, that's the issue with small school guys is some will become great players, but they have to fight and crawl and punch yes. and kick and yes. spit. And yes. so, I am good. I am good, coach. I am good. And the coach is like, geez, don't, why are you acting that way? Just like, because I'm trying to get a job. Yeah. 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 So, a do you, think the Ra- do, do you think the Ravens just moved up? Um what position do you think the guys are going to take? They just moved up um, with Arizona. Oh, uh, running man. back or who would they get? Oh, running back. Oh, yeah, running back definitely. This, <laughs> it might. This might be the crazy pick, but somebody was talking about them taking James Sample right here. Oh, like, what oh, the hell? oh, oh, I know oh. This, that that would be the pick I've been waiting for. <laughs> like the crazy, <laughs> oh my god, that really just happened unanimously. Like, pick. like but I don't like, think I, you know, I like you know, like the Mike Mitchell, the the yeah. The, uh, <laughs> oh wow, yeah. Oh. All he knows better than that. All he knows is not going to pick James Sample in the second round. I, there's no way. There's no way he's going to with Jay Ajayi and all those guys on the board that they need. There's no way. <laughs> but, you know, Kevin, Kevin Colbert's still the around. Bengals. Here's the thing: the Bengals take Cedric Okuda in the first round, and then I think Jake Fisher. Why? Well, they we got probably two, con- two contracts. They got two contracts right. next year. Exactly, and they never pay people. Nope. <laughs> you never have. I know it. We do it. Amir Abdullah. That's not a bad pick. I mean, yeah, smart for Detroit. Yeah, smart for Detroit. <laughs> Now, here's what I would say. I think Abdullah probably would have been around a little bit later. True. The only, you know, sort of semi-criticism I have, but he fits what they don't have and have not had since Reggie Bush left. Yeah, yeah. but he's not Reggie Bush. He's, he, oh, like we talked about, he's, he's, Alfred, he's a smaller Alfred Morris who is, you know, Quicker and you know more. Yeah. Um, I why why not go Kevin Coleman? Why not go Duke Johnson? Why I, why why? I, I would why Baltimore? Why? I I prefer Kevin Coleman and definitely and Duke. I mean those are guys that both have rated ahead of Abdullah. And I got Kevin Coleman things too, man. He he people. I don't know. I'll I'll talk about it later. But um, it, it wasn't as. Like the short shell three cut wasn't as bad as everybody was saying it was going to be, and I don't think it's. And again, I I don't think that he has issues of lateral agility. I just think he's just not a tremendously close player. You know, he's mostly speed. You know, quickness, but whatever. That's a. Uh, I like the new. I like the new line they built though in Detroit. So yeah, that should help uh help out the game what? even score even more. <laughs> so who's your who's your top rated running back still available, Jim? Jim Coping. Um, let me check the board. Oh, Duke Johnson. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Whoever my fix is just a scat bag. <laughs> so, yeah, they just need to scat bag. Yeah, it's really close, man. It's Duke Johnson, Tevin Coleman. 
if I wanted to go with like the upside, because Coleman's you know a little bit better home run hitter type guy, I'd go with him. But I still like Steve Johnson more. But it's it's close. Yeah, yeah, it's close for me, but flips. Oh, yeah, Coleman over. Yeah, yeah. And how about you, Donovan? Who, who's your top rated running back for the level? Jay Ajayi. Yeah, those guys are bunched together pretty pretty tightly for yeah. me. Uh, it's like one A, one B, one C. And then Buck Allen is uh, second. <laughs> Even I, I know I know I know he's gonna go day three, but I mean he's still my second rate running back. Well, just, but fairly but fairly early day three, I believe. I think yeah, he's probably day. somewhere in the early to mid fourth. Yep. And he fell all the way. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Stop. that Baltimore's trading up for Mac Williams was great. That if you're gonna trade up. Oh, they got Max Williams. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, one. That's, oh, okay. okay. that's a little bit. Oh, it's James oh, whoa. Okay. Better than so the James Lions. All right, all right, all right. So the Lions took. Yeah, I'm trying to try to get this right. So the Lions took. Uh, what's his Amir. name? Amir. Uh, okay, and then the Ravens took Max Williams. Yeah, they moved up with uh, Arizona there and got uh... – All right, well, that fits their, that fits their white tight end H-backy sort of thing. I love that, man, actually. I love Ravens. it. <laughs> you know, could have got Jeff Sherman in the third, but okay. Yes, they could have. But now he'll be there for Pittsburgh, hopefully. Uh, there's there's going No, to be... you're going to get Blake Bell. That's what you're going to get. Oh, oh. The they're going to tell you that he's the next Heath Miller. Oh, he's, he's, that, <laughs> that hurts to hear about. It just hurts. Just the thought of it hurts. Hey, man. It's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, you say he's going to save him a roster spot by also playing a little bit of quarterback on the side? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Never again will he say he plays quarterback. Yeah, I guess you were the last of the defenders of him as a quarterback, I guess. And then when you gave up, I guess that was it. Oh, well, there's some guy on Twitter that hasn't given up. He said he could still play quarterback. I don't know who that guy is. It was just oh, like a random guy. It was just oh, some, okay. somebody. Re- I didn't. I don't know. I don't want to look at who he was. I don't want to see anything about it. <laughs> okay. Well, just to just to I mean, I'll throw this out there. Is it possible his name may have been Blake Bell? No. no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Blake wants to. No, if Blake wanted to play quarterback, he would have just transferred down and played quarterback. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> actually they were trying to get Jeff Driscoll to move to tight end this year. That's what I heard, and he didn't uh, want to do that. So. Yeah. He's at Louisiana Tech, right? Or Louisiana. Yeah, yes. He's, a yeah, he's, at, yeah. he's uh, with Skip Holt. Skip Holt, right? Yeah, Skip Holt. Yes, he's with Skip. Yeah. Funny, funny thing, guys. The Stanford quarterback is the fifth quarterback on most rankings now, um, which I it blows my mind. But I told you guys, you man. Guys know. Kevin told, told, told us what? Told us what? I just told you guys people like him. I mean, I, I talked to people, man. You guys know I talk to people, and they say they I like him. <laughs> yeah, they like him. Like he almost came out. In this class, as an early classman or underclassman, so I mean, yeah, of course he's gonna be. You know why Ty that Montgomery? High. You know why Ty Montgomery looked so bad this year at times? Kevin Hogan. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm just telling you what the people say. Just a, a man of the people, man. 
It's the people's chant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like him. I mean, yeah. yeah, he was he was he was he was deadline man. He was the last person to pull his name from the draft. He actually was going. Yeah. Yes, this is hilarious. It's just. Yeah, taking um, my talents to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of where he would have landed if he'd stayed in. Um, it would have been interesting, but you know, not good. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, it would have, it would have been ugly. It's funny because you know we talk about Jeff Driscoll, and he and Kevin Hogan are not that different as prospects, actually. Except I guess Driscoll's a slightly better, slightly better athlete, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hogan's better than Jeff Driscoll, man. Come on. Like, really? I mean, I know I like him more than you guys, but Jeff Driscoll is really, really bad. Like, he's yeah. never really been that great. I mean, Kevin Hogan has been good in games, but he's, you know. But all you all you uh, recruiting, David. But the best games he's ever been in where he gave the ball to the running back 60 times. And then I mean, cross play action a few. Those were his best games. They took the ball out of his hands, and it was his best game. What did Driscoll do? <laughs> Driscoll oh. had his best practice ever. Yeah. And then he played Alabama. <laughs> I mean, now Jeff Driscoll was showing it. His freshman year was good, but I mean, he was a freshman, so obviously, you know, he he struggled. But for a freshman, he was good. You know, especially uh, late in the season, and you thought. He was going to get better, but he got worse. And then Hogan's just kind of been the same. He's never gotten – and he actually did get worse last year to me. I mean, his sophomore year was actually pretty decent, especially in big games. I think he was 13-1 to in turnover-interception ratio in, like, ranked games or something towards the end of the season. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's just, yeah, that Blake Bell thing just got me on that. But <laughs> yeah, because you're thinking about other guys to stop playing quarterback. I think that's what got you thinking about that. You were thinking, who else should no longer play quarterback? Hey man, that's uh, the next Phil Rivers, man, Kevin Hogan. Remember, remember some guy said that, Bill? Oh no, really? Remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, and Jim will love that. Jim will love that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm getting lightheaded. That's wow. That ooh. Well, where's the ooh? Boy. People just don't remember how good Philip Rivers was. No. Okay. They have no idea. That's basically what it is. He was a little prodigy, man. That's the big thing. You forget about that stuff. He's actually like a quarterback prodigy. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay, he came, was the best. came to that particular place, and yeah. Yeah. NC State has had two really great quarterbacks in the history of their program, Philip Rivers being one and, of course, the other being Russell Wilson. I got a chance to see both of them play in person um, against the same team, in fact, against Eugene, North Carolina, in Chapel Hill, obviously a few years apart. And they're very different, you know, obviously, in, in several ways. <laughs> but both of them are very bright guys. They both showed they could run, you know, a West Coast-style offense. And... You could see, at least I'll say, you could see these guys, if you watch them play, you could see this is an NFL guy. This guy's going to have a long and successful NFL career. And that was Who do you want? Who do you want right here, Bill? 
Let's see. Thinking of who's still available. Um, Steven Nelson. Oh, that would make me happy. Lyle Collins. Diggy. Mark Double O. Trey McBride. I'm not sure about Double O. McBride would make me happy, too. Oh, wow. You're going to be even more happy, man. Sinclair's Golson. That's not bad. That, you like, that's prefer, a, you told me about him. Prefer, I would slightly prefer <laughs> Nelson. But, yeah, Golson is... Yay. Oh, is anybody there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just checking. I was, I was just checking out the Golson, what people were saying about Golson uh, being a stealer. Oh. Well... Ballhawk guy, and um, I mean he's a solid player. Um, my big issue is that I don't think he matches up well with really good wide receivers. <laughs> but he is a guy that plays position well, can tackle and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby McCain is a similar kind of player, but stronger and holds up a little quicker. Better. Yeah, quicker and stronger and holds and up actually better. better ball skills, even though he doesn't have. You know, a ton of interceptions like Golson. You know, he's pretty much he's right up there man, in terms of you know breaking on the ball like that. But yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. But, I, I was going to say that I'm assuming he's going to end up playing nickel. Um, that's my assumption. Here, here's a here's a different question though, Bill. Demarius Randall since since West Golson for the nickel role, which would you choose? Oh, well, I mean, in terms of the one that I feel is going to be better at covering people, uh, huh? Well, I think Golson's going to be a guy that's going to come up with more interceptions, but I think the guy who's going to be more effective at actually preventing people from catching footballs is Demarius Randall. Okay. Yeah, he. It's funny, he got drafted by um Pittsburgh Pirates out of high school. Yep. Yep. So that's <laughs> funny he got drafted by them twice. There he is. Jim, there's Piso Tino's Tioni Samoa. So you've been Wait, staring for real? to him all night. Yeah, right there in front of you on television. Oh yeah, you small. have been. He's fine. He's here. <laughs> Did you know that was gonna happen or? That's, Jim's, that's been, funny. Jim's been preparing. <laughs> preparing for this moment. Robert Havenstein. I, I think he went. Didn't oh, he go late in the second? Yeah, and he just went to St. Louis. Oh, God. He went I don't late. like it. I don't like it. Oh, no. I don't love it. Oh, no. <laughs> that poor, I, poor Nick Foles. That's not the right tackle. Got good picks on a position, but I don't know. Why? They, they want to run the football. I mean, let's be honest. It's clear that Yeah, but he's not even really that, like, that's... Okay, whatever. Go ahead. Tell me about his running blocking prowess. Go ahead. Well, I mean, they, it's a run-heavy team, and he was part of it. <laughs> I mean... That's that seems to be the mindset. Hey, he was guy. a he was a participant. <laughs> he was exactly in the run oh, he's a less athletic Tyson Tyson Claybo. So 
Yes, congratulations, Rams. <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah, he, hey. he, he, yeah that was. Uh, uh, can't say Fisher always has one really bad pick. So, I mean, that was down to half. Uh, first year. pick was, as much as people hate a running back at 10, like I say, did you not watch the tape? On the knees, a different thing. I mean, that, that's up in the air. You know, we don't really, as much as people we go, don't well, know for sure, according but, to yeah. the statistical data and running back, what, whatever, man. Like, the fact of the matter is nobody really knows. Nobody can really predict the future when it comes to injuries. But what we can predict is that if he's healthy, freaking Todd Gurley, you know? Like, that's what right. I'm getting. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> exactly. That, uh, it, the, the, you, you had me interested when you said Todd Gurley. From there on, I'm willing to listen to anything else you have to say. Is this exactly. double With Trey Mason is, is really good. Oh, double O No, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. Oh, I don't know. That the Broncos. Oh, sick. Okay. No, go ahead. No, the Broncos are going to take. Um, I know their pick's not up, but they're going to take um, Ty Sambrello, Colorado State. Oh, okay. that's their pick. Yeah, their pick's in already, even though it's not up yet. A good solid pick. Marcus Gold Golden of uh, Missouri went to Arizona. The other guy. Wait, what? No one, no one, that no one talks about. <laughs> so I guess the Darius Smith should be getting ready to hear his name called too. It's other guy time. Uh, the other other guy, yeah. <laughs> the what? Other guy. Whoa, Arizona Cardinals took Marcus Golden? They did. I don't want to be in this planet anymore. What What's going on, guys? Like that? Really? That's too high. It was too high. He's a third guy? guy. Too high. But I, I would I like the, the Trey Flowers. Yeah, Trey Flowers probably. I mean, where do I have yeah. Golden? I'm trying to see. I don't know if I had Golden on my newest uh, top 100 before. I thought, yeah, I had 94. But I mean, that's Shad <laughs> Lyons, Daniel Hunter. Yeah. 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 Or, uh, I'm glad Matt. Daniel Hunter has not gone. Earlier than I mean I'm, I mean he's he's going to go probably more where he belongs than where I was afraid he might go. That that's okay. Good. Daniel Hunter, There's, Marcus Golden. He, Hunter's probably going to fire his agent man because they were like guaranteeing him first round, and he's not a top sixty pick. Right Nothing's now, so. guaranteed in this world. It's not, and they I mean <laughs> yeah, I mean he's probably pissed off. I won't say he's going to fire his agent, but. And actually, your guy from Sanford was like, didn't even, he wasn't, he's so surprised that he went to San Francisco. He was, uh, they said he was thinking he was going to be a third or fourth outfit. Well, San Francisco is very bold. I will tell you that much. Yeah. What about, uh, I, I like Sambrillo um, on the Broncos. I think he can play um, guard for them or right tackle. So I think that's a good pick for Denver. Yes, why? Why? Marcus, come on. I'm not liking Arizona's draft. I mean, DJ Humphreys. Yeah, I know. And then Marcus Golden. Yep. That's a lot different from Dion Buchanan. And I don't know, the other guy they got. Um, (laughs) The other guy. I don't know who the other pick was. Actually. Other guy. 
the other guy. Uh, oh, uh, it was the North Carolina guy, I believe. Yeah, the Ed guy from North Carolina. Um, they tried to make it to a five-tech, and now they're turning him into... I don't know. That's just kind of bad. He's always been a DN. Like, he's always been a DN. Like, as much as I didn't like his case, he's always an edge guy, and they tried to turn him into a fight. I don't know. Whatever. Um, man, I still think St. Louis is going to make some noise, though, despite the fact that they drafted that. Uh, yeah, the other guy. Ty Sambrello. Yeah. Well, he made it dead. Uh, hey, so, no, obituary no, time. No. Obituary no. time. Uh, what, what would you guys like to, to write in the obituary, guys? He's fine. He's fine. I love Ty Sambrello. Uh Nate, Nate Orchard disagree, but all right. Uh, oh, I love, love to, Nate Orchard. No, Nate Orchard loves Ty Sambrello too. He can't wait <laughs> to see him again. Hey, he kept Garrett clean this year, man. He really did. I know he had a bad game with Orchard. I mean, Orchard's a monster. I love him, but, I mean, he kept Garrett Garrison really clean this year. Yeah, again, like, it's the Mount West Conference. It's basically the Mac. Oh, now it's the, oh, the small school guy is going to talk about the Mountain West Conference. Come on, Jay. Don't do that. Don't do it, man. Don't say that, Ali Marpet fan versus Hobart. Don't do it to me. And I love Ali Marfay, but I throw his name out there. But don't do that. Don't. Put yeah, but that. it's about <laughs> athletic ability. Ty Sambrello is a guard athlete. Ali Marfay is he could te- he could technically play tackle and do a good job actually, but he's obviously better inside. Ty Sambrello reminds. Oh wait, Randy Gregory's gone. Oh. <laughs> oh. Dallas. Went to the Cowboys. Making Dallas picks. Old Dallas picks. <laughs> now, this could be double O. This could be where Odigazoo was finally double O. It, it, it's Gregory, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, it's Gregory. Jesus. It's Gregory. <laughs> wow. Don Owen's going to be so happy. <laughs> I know, because he thinks that he can just gain weight like, with ease. Uh, how yeah, you guys heard like, that? You just talk about how, because, you know, he does jujitsu, you know, he, he gains like 20 pounds and drops it like that. Um, my thing is, I, I, I just told him that that's cool and everything, but all right, John, I mean, get up to 265 and then call me. You know, like, if you think it's that easy to get up to that weight, go <laughs> ahead and do never, it. The guy's never seen 265. I mean, that's, that's yeah. over 20 it's, pounds. I mean, and again, I've been around wrestlers, ever been and again, I, I, done wrestling, and I know that you can, like, gain 10, 20 pounds, you know, especially if you're, like, a little guy and you're trying to get to certain weights, but 265? And Gregory's never, never been, been that close. in his life. He's never, never been, been in his life. He's never been close. He's never been within 20 pounds of it, in fact. I mean, that's a lot to ask. And to say he'll be the same guy, right? That's the other thing. Right. People, we don't know. People, look at, people keep looking at DeMarcus Ware and saying, well, DeMarcus Ware was well, you know, he wasn't quite as light, but he was close. He was 240-something coming out of Troy. At the combine, he was 255. So. Yeah, 55 at the combine. He ended the season at 247. But he was ridiculously athletic. I like, know. Bonkers right. athletic. I, dude, I saw him play. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, he ended the season at Troy at 247. He entered Troy at 196 pounds and a bit more was a possession receiver at high school. Um, 
but they're just forgetting, you know, that this is not the same. This the same. The same way. They're not the same guy. <laughs> well, I mean, again, Randy Gregory has been compared to. Uh, let's go off the list. Uh, Everyone. They give her everybody. David Clowney. Yep. In fact, yep. he's a more athletic than David Clowney, according to some people. Um, yeah, that's what he said. Um, and according to Justice Muscada, he's a force player. I don't know what that means 100%. And me and him pretty much do the same thing. So I, I always, I've been trying to argue about it. It, it doesn't really give me much leeway, but um, I just, uh, I just like, no, I just kind of lock- went, how does that work? Yeah, go ahead. That, I'm going to say that locker room is just, I mean, uh, the Dallas is always- a fascinating locker room. <laughs> yeah, with McCain or McLean and Hardy, you know, and then uh, when he comes back and then, um, Gregory's never been a locker room guy, so I don't want to say it like that. I'm just saying, obviously, he's he's great. John, I thought the Johnny Stan, we all did. He's awesome in the locker room, but the weed thing, and then you know the the mental health or whatever. So that that's what I'm talking about. And then Des Bryant, yeah. Tony Romo. I mean, he got everybody, <laughs> all these guys. It's all different personalities for uh, it's a dramatic. Uh, that team is going to be dramatic. This is back to the Cowboys that we know and love. Or this is like <laughs> the fun. Like <laughs> with, with I want to watch all fifteen. All 16 games. Well, I've been at Fulton Network. I can watch everything. But, yeah, it's <laughs> time, it is time to have hard knocks go back to Dallas, baby, because this is going to be something. Yeah, man. <laughs> and wow. I know Dallas was tor- Dallas was torn on that pick, but uh, apparently from what they're saying, they were torn on it. But they, they went with uh, their guy right there. Uh, Greg. They wanted, they were thinking, I guess, uh, Eli Harrell or Gregory. That's who they were going to pick. One of those two. Sure, they should have picked. Well, yes. They but went spla- splashy. <laughs> they went splashy. They did. That's splashy. There's no splashier pick that you can make in the second round. They made the splashiest pick. Yeah. Then in Tennessee, you got – you know, they talk about the pick, and then they do, like, a whole nother segment for Gregory and DGB. <laughs> so, like, those are the two splashiest picks um, so far, definitely, until, uh, until a quarterback gets picked. And then... Man, this is, this is going to, like – this is one of the situations that could implode Rather because Brian video comes out, that Randy Gregory does some kind of crazy thing at a shopping mall or something. Yeah, but then, hold, hold on. I want I want to bring Pete in. Pete, how you doing, sir? Or is it? Who is it? Well, I'm, I'm, you know, living oh. life watching the Cowboys completely throw away their guts. Although, to be fair, I suppose I should feel bad for Coburn because his team decided we don't need the draft. We're good. We're just going to take the whole thing off, and we're just going to go into the season next year with nothing added. Well, that's kind of what Cleveland did, too. I agree with you on, 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 the, on the massive wreath that was Nate Orchard. Uh, I understand why they like Nate Orchard, I think he's a very likable human being, a very hardworking human being, a very high-motored human being. Very high. But none of those things stop a running play because it has yet to work so far. And while he is a nice, pure pass rusher, I guess, I'm not a big fan of taking that type of player until day three unless he does something super spectacular. And I don't see North. Nate Orchard is a guy who does that. Uh, he's a relatively average athlete. Uh, uh, he's a smart guy, but I, I just wonder how much of that is 
he's sort of like uh, a pass rusher who's just slightly ahead of everybody else in terms of technique at the college yeah. level, and I don't know if that's going to be there in the NFL level. Uh, obviously, you've got a little bit of concern with the, the one-year wonder thing going from 3.5 sacks to 18.5 sacks, but, uh, I mean, it could work. I guess the Browns absolutely love him, but they've been they, – they have taken three – of the squeakiest, squeakiest clean guys possible. They, not not a hint of anything wrong with anybody from a nope, character standpoint. Uh, I'm not big on the Cam Irving pick, and, and the Broncos just sort of illustrated why, and I think Allie Marpet's about to get picked, which also illustrates why. I appreciate the idea that the Browns are saying, we want to have a nice sixth man. We want to have a guy who, who can step in if somebody gets hurt. Yeah, the Bucks took Marpet. That's a good pick. Uh, however, everybody's rushing to say, well, Cam Irving's going to start this year. I would be very cautious to those people. Uh, everybody's like, oh, he's going to start right guard. People seem to forget that John Greco is very good at right guard last year, and it's not going to be easy to take it. Uh, and it, it, it well, at least half of got. But it seems like to me, though, Pete, is, and maybe I'm reading into things, is that. They don't want to pay Alex Mack that much money anymore, so they're going to try to put Irving at center. At least that's what it I agree. I like. think that's ultimately where this is going. Uh, I mean, this, look, here's the thing. Alex Mack has a contract. He had the whole fiasco where he got the, the opt-in or the opt-out option uh, after this year. He's going to opt-out. I, I mean, that's not – an issue. You look at Rodney Hudson's contract, and if you're Alex Mack, you're like, I'm piecing out of this contract. Even if you want to go back to the Browns, you're going to get a new contract because you'd be stupid not to. But the Browns are certainly preparing for life after Alex Mack by taking Cam Irving. I understand that. Do I understand that in 19th pick? No, that's that's rich for me. And and like I said, if if, if the Browns had taken my guy Preston Smith, who went to the Redskins, is a very nice pick at 19, and then they use 51 to take, uh, let's say, Ali Marpet uh, as an example, I think they'd be better off than what they did. Now, it's easy to say with that, with hindsight 2020, but that's sort of where I was going. I had two guys on the board that I thought were perfect for that type of role. Ty Sambrello, who just went to the Broncos, I love that pick. He's a guy who has five-spot uh, versatility and needed a year to sort of get – needed a, a quote-unquote redshirt year to, to just add more strength uh, in his lower body. But technically, he's got a lot to like. He's extremely hardworking. He's got a great motor. He likes to beat the crap out of people on the run. Uh, he's great at the second level. He's perfect for his zone scheme. Uh, and then if for whatever reason they kept Mac, Sambrello would have been a great option to then have as a guy who could fight for that right tackle spot potentially kick over to left tackle if Thomas were to get injured or down the road or whatever. Uh, Marpet was more of a three-spot guy, three inside spots, uh, center guard. I mean, I suppose he could play tackle, but uh, you got to love him as a, as a guard or a center in, in his own scheme. Now, he, he's versatile enough where he can play gap, and I'm assuming that's what he's going to be doing in Tampa, which makes that a really nice setup. But Cam Irving, to my to my thinking does not need a redshirt year, and that's probably what he's going to ultimately get. Again, the Browns went absolutely down the crapper when Alex Mack broke his leg last year. So I understand the thought process of we can't have that happen again, and, and Cam Irving can come in and play for a guy who gets hurt 
anywhere on the line, conceivably. But again, 19 is very rich for a team that had a lot of issues that could have been addressed and arguably better values that could have been taken there uh, that could make an impact right away. Down the road, this may be a fantastic pick. But at the same time, especially with a guy like Marpitz, I think he has the chance to be as good, if not better, than Cam Irving over the log haul. So that's where I, I, I sort of get lost on that one. So on the other hand, I love Danny Sheldon for this team. I, as I've been saying, it was the pick that had to happen. They don't have a nose tackle. I mean, after the pick, they even raised concerns about uh, Bill Taylor's knee going forward. So they literally didn't have a guy. Ishmaeli Kitchen's terrible, uh, and he's yeah. the backup. So you were one snap away from Ishmaeli Kitchen taking serious reps. The fact that he's it would be historic for him to beat the 40-time and the 10-yard split does concern me, but – and this stuff about him playing on third down, let's stop right there. He's not – come on. He's not going to be in there on very many third downs if he's any good. I mean, uh, yes, he can sort of rush the pass. Rush the pass when Kakaha uh, pushes pressure inside and he cleans it up. Great. Um, more power to him. If he gets the, the nine sacks he had this year over the next three years, he'll be overachieving in that department. But as the Saints admitted after the fact, uh, they would have taken uh, – they would have taken Shelton that very next pick. Uh, Sean Payton said as much. So the Browns had that interesting situation where they really, I think they really wanted to take Devontae Parker. I think they did all their due diligence to figure out if they could find a way to move up and secure Shelton also. And when they couldn't, they basically took the eat your vegetables, boring pick of a guy they really had to have, and they took Danny Shelton. So out of the three picks, that's the one I really like. I understand what they're trying to do in the locker room. I can appreciate that. For that standpoint, I can appreciate the fact that there is no way uh, Jimmy Haslam gotten involved in any of these picks because they're way too boring for him. Uh, so from that standpoint, it's good. From the value of the, the second and third pick, I'm a little iffy on. Hopefully they're uh, better than I think they were because last year was the inverse where I hated the first round, and so far I'm 1,000% right. Love day two and three, and they've been good this year. I'm iffy on these other two picks, so hopefully they've got they've got something uh, I'm underappreciating. But again, at least we have the Raiders. Yeah, it's, it's I'm fairly pleased with what I see some teams doing, but some teams I don't know, some teams have a style a. Uh, mindset, a school of thought, and they follow it, and I can understand that, and I, I guess I can kind of almost respect it. And there's some teams where I I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not sure what they're, what they're up to. <laughs> uh, what well, the Bucks are doing pretty well. Well, yes, there are some teams doing well. They got Ollie Marfitt. They got, yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> Terrence is going to have, like, the best offensive line he's ever had in life. Yes, correct. Pretty much at this point. So, I mean, there's other issues, of course, but can't quit rolling. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. By the way, every pick I'm praying that, that the Browns do not take Jalen Strong. So far, that has been good. Jalen Strong continues to <laughs> languish in the uh, in the green room. Uh, and so far, my prediction that or my my analysis that he should not be drafted is held up. I don't know if this will go all three days or he doesn't get picked from the green room. 
but nevertheless, he's awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with I'm happy with uh, Jordan Richards going to the Patriots. That it was a hey, little what? high, but oh, they already picked pick? Yeah. Wow. A little yeah, surprising, but I like I surprising. like him. Yeah. I know that's surprising for Jordan Richards. I don't think he had any clue. He may not even be at home. He may not be at a place where he's ready for this. Oh my God, the Seahawks are taking taking Frank Clark too. My man, they do not care about character. Or production either. He 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 should be. Uh, I'm assuming you did an athletic profile on him. I'm sure he's a monster in that respect. He's a good athlete. I mean, at best case scenario, you have a Lamar Woodley-ish type guy, but I don't. I didn't see Lamar Woodley when I watched Frank Clark. So that's that's my two cents. <laughs> I mean, he definitely is a solid athlete, but uh, not exactly like spectacular. So, uh, and so Jordan Rich is going to the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. I you know. Jordan Richards in 2013, I had a lot of issues with him um, at times. But 2014 wasn't that bad. He actually played a little bit better. Um, And let's be honest, guys, the Patriots 60-wise, at least Richards is a guy I could actually see becoming something solid, I guess. I don't know. But uh, we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone know how Ryan Gibson, where the naked pictures are or the dead bodies are? What a horrible GM. <laughs> is, this, uh, we, is this a league where you can play with less than five offensive linemen? Are they going to go seven wide? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh man! Oh, so the Col- oh the Colts have uh, they don't have a pick, do they? Okay. No, no, they, they do not. Yeah. yeah, that was the one pick I did not understand. The score set that late first. I guess just having one Ty Hilton wasn't enough. Well, no, they need more Ty Hilton. More Ty Hilton. They like. You know who's probably not happy? Jerron Carter. Oh, well, no. It's true. Huh. How's he going to compete with Carter, all those guys? He needs to warm up to the idea of playing special teams. This is what he needs to do. Work really hard at, um, like, PAT block or something. Carve out a place for himself. Frank Clark in a second. That Now, that is surprising. I don't know about you guys. Frank Clark in a second. Is actually yeah. Surprising. yeah. That, those... Considering what his legal situation recently was, uh, it's not surprising. Well, it's not surprising in the fact that he's a Seahawk, uh, both in terms of character and in terms of uh, the way he physical, yeah, his physical tools. He sort physical of profile, he, yeah. the guy I sort of had pegged for the Seahawks, and I suppose they could still do it, would be Anthony Chicolo. And I think Frank Clark has some of the characteristics that you could see in a Chicolo type guy that Michael Bennett sort of build. But 
I mean, if you know, other than physical tools, you know, you look at Frank Clark's career and you're not seeing much in terms of production. You're not seeing no. you're not seeing a great player that just was misused or something. You're just getting no. a great athlete who happens to really be kind of a douchebag when it comes to yeah. the athletics. Yeah. That's an interesting pick. Um I yeah, those last two picks got me. I mean, I didn't think Frank or Jordan Richardson. I can't believe he won in the second. I can't believe it because it's the Patriots, but I can't believe he won in the second. I mean, Remember, they they don't care about your boy. Yeah, they don't, don't care, care about. They don't care. They don't no, care. They don't care about anyone. Yeah, and I mean, it's especially because they had a safety last year. I think um, that went what was it like seventh round or undrafted. The year before, um, Stanford kids, uh, or not undrafted, but they had, um, God, Ed Reynolds, yeah, my guy, Eddie Reynolds. He, he That's now. right. They're reu- oh. and they're reunited. <laughs> they're reunited, actually. Let uh, I spoke because I spoke to Jordan Richards. It's like talking to Bill about the safety position. He'll give you a dissertation on what he does, <laughs> his role, what he's looking at, you know, all the things he's responsible for. I, I mean, right. it, for what was like basically. Uh, if if I, it was like a forty forty minute interview, it took me longer than most to type everything he was saying, just because he goes on and on and on. And it's not like he's just prattling on; it's all information. And and I had, going through it the second time, I missed a bunch of things he said, which is you know obviously I'm glad I recorded it. He just put so much info in there in terms of all the stuff he's doing. Although he did agree that uh, that uh, that. Uh, that uh, what's-his-face could play safety. I'm just oh, saying. Ty Montgomery could play safety. Oh, Montgomery. Yes, I, I agree, too. But here, here's the thing. What is the thing that normally causes safeties to fail in Bill Belichick's system class? In which one? In Bill Belichick's system. What is it usually that causes safeties to fail? Stupidity. Bingo. Exactly. Brandon Merriweather, his brain melted during his first DB meeting, in, and he never recovered fully from it. How did that guy get through? My question is, how did that guy get through the meeting process in the first, not, not I mean, the pre-draft process? I know what you're saying. How did they not he see scored, what, he, he scored could, what, like a six on the Wonder League? So I think a seven. But I know what you're saying. Um, how did they not spot that he wasn't going to be able to grasp their system is what you're asking. I, I'm not quite sure about that either. Well, if a guy gets a seven or single digit on the one, like, that is indicative of a learning disability. So I just want to throw that out there. Or you just didn't care and just were like, you know, doodling or whatever on the test and then turned it in. Uh, that's happened before. about if the kid can actually read. That has happened before. There have been reports of certain guys that just kind of you know. From a nearby institution in that state <laughs> who happens to have many children he struggles to keep track of that are all about <laughs> the same age. Yeah. But the, the point I was making is that I am certain the Patriots talked to them, just as Dr. Richards, just as you did, Pete, and they said, oh, oh this guy can hack our system. This guy is not going to be problem understanding all the things we're going to throw at him. He's going to eat it all up, and then he's going to sit with our DB coach and say, hey, have you thought about – he's going to have suggestions. He's not just going to have questions. He's going to have suggestions. 
And they said, this is our God. That's what happened. They said, physically, a lot of guys can play in our system at safety. Mentally, only a handful of guys could play in our system and be successful. They went with the guy who could handle their system mentally. And the Colts just made another Colts-like pick, guys. Yep. Who did they pick? Dewan Smith. I like him, actually. Um, that, I, that, was a, that was a Panthers smarter pick than the first one. That was a Panthers, right? I would have been higher on this pick if they made it in the first round than the one they actually did. <laughs> Dewan Smith is going to see the field early. Uh, he may not be – he may be – playing inside as opposed to on the outside. So he might actually play on the outside. We'll see what happens. But he's going to see the field early. You know, whether it's a nickel, whether it's as, as a starting. Well, you know. quick question for you, Bill. Is he better yeah. than Craig Majors? Nope. No. Is he better than Bobby McCain? That's a push, but I'm going to give Bobby. Is he better than Stephen Nelson? Oh, no, not even close. I don't get that. I thought Stephen Nelson was going to leave the board right there. When, Is he when better I, than Alex Carter? That's another push. Uh, Is he better than Ifo Akifre Alomo? Well, no. Not not even. It's close, actually. Those are kind of the medical. Same, right. With the medical taken into place, I would take Smith, but they're kind of the same cat in many if, ways. If Olamu has two functioning knees, he's he's the man. If he doesn't, <laughs> and that report turns about to be true, that's basically hanging on by a thread, you know. Or, even Deron Grant from Ohio State, I would rather have. Grant's a third rounder. Uh, I like him, but he's a third rounder. DeJuan Smith's really good. Or Dijon. Really or good. Dijon, or however you pronounce it. He's actually a really good player. And Gruden he loves is. him because he tackle people. Right, and he's got good change of direction. I mean, there's things to like about him. I don't know if he ever becomes a, a, a full-time outside guy, but I mean, essentially, your nickel's a starter anyway. I mean, you're starting three corners in the modern NFL, whether they are called starters or not. You essentially have three starting corners. You're playing in nickel 55 to 62% of the time nowadays in most games. So there's a need, you know. You need three starting corners pretty much every team. And most teams don't have them. Most teams don't have three quality corners that you feel good about. You're throwing them out against there against anybody. So I'm not I don't hate the pick. Would I have preferred Steven Nelson? Oh heck yeah. I mean Bobby McCain, that's a close one. Um I would give Bobby McCain the slight edge. Epo I mean we don't know if we're ever gonna see Epo Epo Omalu Omalu ever again. I mean the real guy. We don't know if we'll ever see that guy again. Like, he may be gone. The guy that we remember might be nothing more than a memory. Jesus, guys, I, I interviewed yeah, him at the board. Titans yeah. just took Bukasi. Oh, he's I a big, one. big man. <laughs> he's a big, big So that, that he's there to be a right tackle, not a uh, guard. Well, I mean, I think he's going to get a chance to do a little bit of – I mean, I've got to figure out which one he is. But. Well, they've got Andrew, Andrew, uh, Andy Levitri, and they've got Chance Warmack, who came on big last year and now supporting 335-pound abs. 
so if you take Putasi there, I got to think it's because you want him to play right tackle. Or at least yeah. you're hoping. You're hoping, right. But they're building a wall of meat, essentially. I mean, that's that's what they're doing. They're building a wall of meat. Um, Bill, or not Bill, Jim, you know who the Raiders are about to pick? I don't know if you're going to like this or not. <laughs> Tell Humphrey me, then. Of Miami. Uh, Gunther? With Darius Gunther? No, Clive Walford of Miami. Oh. Tied in. Or H-back, oh. tight end, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so now they have another guy. Well, he's another like Michael, Michael oh Rivera. They took another day three player. The Jags are terrible. Who's coaching the Jags next year? Let's just go there. Who's coaching them? Because it's not who's going to be there. That entire front office is done. This is embarrassing. Who did they take? AJ Can. Uh, I appreciate AJ Can. Four year starter. He's got tons of experience. He's a load when he gets a hold of a guy. And the one thing that you can say for him is though he is a uh, he is a somewhat limited athlete, he was playing in super wide splits on that left side with him and Corey Robinson. But athletically, he's not doing anything for you. He doesn't have a ton of length. He has a real he has a real problem when he gets uh, puts his foot in the ground and somebody comes and redirects on him. I mean, Shay Shane Ray did did some things yeah, to both. Yeah, uh, so I, I look at the, the Jags draft. Dante Fowler, I at least I that's you can make an argument. I'll listen to an argument. They took a third day running back and they took a third day guard. They like the SEC a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. SEC country always says so. I don't know AJ Kanye. Yeah, I don't know about that pick. That was they could have waited for the fourth or fifth to get him. I like the other two picks, but that one was surprising. I like Potosi, though, going to Tennessee. And Oakland, Walker, I don't like Oakland's been doing to try to get ready. It's going to be fun to watch him. He's a monster, and then all he's basically been doing is working on getting more flexible. Yeah. Hmm. I, I'm not feeling Oakland, man. Well, they, <laughs> I mean, at first I was so happy if they got Cooper, and then, yeah. And what they're doing, I look. Clive Warford is a nice player. I like that for the. That's I, I, that's the first pick I actually can say. Look, nice job, Raiders. However, and here's the question: Why the hell is Xavier Cooper still on the board? Yeah, I know. That's that's my highest rated player still available. Actually, is that is that your best player left? Pete? For 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 a team like if you're the Oakland Raiders, if you're the Dallas Cowboys, I would run the card up for this kid unless there's something I don't know. Well, guess what, Pete. We took Mario Edwards Jr. because that's what we do. Xavier Cooper, and, and as James knows, unbelievable athlete, absolute just monster against back-to-up opponents this year. And they moved him around because they had to try to get him matchups because he's the only guy worth blocking. He's just so perfect for that spot. Uh, and and just. He just seems like he's going to be an absolute steal. Is he the most stout guy? No, but if you're talking about classic 4-3, especially with Dallas runs with their archaic uh, uh, Tampa 2 scheme, you have to have that guy. 
And Cooper's the guy of all of them that seems like he can come in and do it right now. Uh, yeah. I suppose they could also try – I suppose those two teams could also be sitting back and looking at uh, uh, Michael Bennett as another guy. But, uh, like I said, maybe there's medical, maybe there's drug tests, maybe there's something I don't know. But on tape, athletically, to me, he seems like an absolute steal here. But, again, for the Raiders, this is the best pick of their draft in terms of value, need, all that stuff. Clive Warford was an absolute dynamo at the senior bowl in terms of separating from guys in coverage. Very good at getting open, very good at making plays. So with Cooper, Derek, Derek Carr at least has somebody to throw to that isn't James Jones or some of the other schlubs that they were rolling out there last year. I'm trying to figure out who Seattle just moved up for um, at 69. They're doing a lot of willing and dealing at this point. Oh, God, if it's Xavier Cooper, bar the door. <laughs> well, I'm sure they saw him. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. If they get yeah. Xavier Cooper, oh. Yeah, that, oh. Be a, yeah, maybe they moved up for him. And, oh. you know, I mean, that would make sense, oh. too. There, there shall be blood. Yeah. Oh, and, and Houston's trying to move up again? <laughs> With, with the Jets. <laughs> Houston apparently thinks they're this one more player away. I mean, I guess Seattle took Efo because his family is really happy right now. <laughs> is that why they moved up? Maybe. Yeah. That would yeah. make kind of... They get Richard. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We redshirt him for sure, you know, because they already have the best secondary. <laughs> Well, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, who's the team that's so not risk-averse that they might take a flyer on Lyle Collins without him being totally cleared yet? That's Washington. That's that's the only thing I'm still wondering. I mean, Frank Clark. Frank Clark. I don't know, think any of them. Uh, yeah, but Frank Clark never murdered anybody. Or at least. Wow. That's Now, this is the Ooh. thing. I don't believe Lyle Collins has anything to do with the shooting with his pregnant, you know, with, the, with his former pregnant girlfriend. But we don't know anything about this case. Like, we don't, we do all that. we know is that somebody was shot, the baby survived, and Lyle Collins is being talked about an ongoing investigation, right. you know, yeah. and, and as much as he's not a suspect right now, anybody who's watched Law and Order knows that ongoing investigation <laughs> eventually means that you become a suspect at some point. So yeah. that, that's the big thing is I, I want to, again, I don't, I don't allow Collins. This is just me, like, speculating about stuff because that's what we're doing. But right. I don't believe he actually shot his pregnant girlfriend, well, you know, say mama or possibly, but I don't see how any NFL team would touch that at all, considering all the unknowns here. I mean, I don't know anything right. about this. I don't know anything. I don't know what Lyle, I mean, where was Lyle, I don't know. So, and I really do like Collins as a player, but I don't think he's getting drafted, man, unless the team actually, like, 
unless the police clear him and everything like that. Because, you know, like, that, you want to be that, the team that drafts him, pays him money, and then you find out after the fact that he actually killed a, a pregnant woman, Phil? I mean... I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm with yeah, you. It's a pretty big piece. I mean, this is the NFL, Phil. This is, the, this is like Disneyland, right? I mean, Mickey Mouse doesn't hire the guy that's in a murder, you know, investigation. So... That's my only issue. Hey, this is Mickey Mouse because the Raiders took oh, Northwestern Zone. The point there's a secret former Raider and a Northwestern grad and a guy I missed big on. I really like Napoleon. There's <laughs> coming out. Napoleon. Oh, wow. by the way, I just want to let Jim know that the baby passed away. Like, oh, just like today. So yeah, yeah. Or you guys in general because it like just happened. So they just posted it. Yeah. Bad situation, man. Regardless of whatever. Hope someone in that city steps up if they saw anything and reports it to the police. Yeah. Yeah, this was right before a baby shower too. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So don't touch it. Don't that's my thing. As like as a GM, stay away. I know what you're saying. I do. As as me, my own personal feelings on it, I didn't take Collins off my board because I don't know anything. So he's still there. (laughs) He's still technically the top player on my board, but, you know, I just, I'm I'm not, you know, if I'm wrong, if he's a really murderer, it doesn't really hurt me. Yeah. I'll just go, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. Yeah. So who's the Seahawks taking? Well, Seattle moved up. They moved up for Tyler Lockett. Lockett? Well, that's not a bad pick. I that think. is exactly the type of player that they like. <laughs> he really is. It makes so, so much sense. Small, short, but fast. They Super like quick. Fast. He's no fun like to cover. Quick. He is no zero fun to cover. Fun to cover. He's yeah. no fun to cover. And they need oh, it because Seattle is no good wide receiver. And he gives them know. what they thought they were going to get from Harvin. Yep. Punch in the return game. Um, a like I said, just a nightmare to cover. And he, he's he's got some toughness about him. And he's got the great bloodlines. He's now the third or fourth locket. Aaron Lockett, Kevin Lockett. He's either the third or the fourth locket. Uh, I think maybe third. But to a lot of the lockets have made the famous. Colin? No, Colin's not related. Uh, where is he? I can't remember. But, but a bunch of lockets. Uh, but he's related to at least a couple of them. Yeah, I mean, or some people were saying Golden Tate, um, similar to him, too, Phil. So. Yeah, the difference is, well, I guess, I mean, Tate was essentially a running back who learned to play wide receiver. You know, he's... A I mean, center Tate, fielder that learned to play... <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, good point. I mean, Tate's a different type of. Well, the Jets are awful. Right. The Texans are Jalen Strong. Jalen Strong. favorite player. No, it's, uh, Houston moved up for Jalen Strong. They moved up and they got him. So now they have Strong, Nuke. Uh, they have. Um, Name. Um, who's the other one they drafted fairly recently? 
they've gotten very young now at that position. Yeah, man. Who's the other oh, one? with what? Which team? The Texans. They've, they've gone very young oh, now. Oh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I said him. Nuke, Strong, mm-hmm. and... Um, they got another guy there. Um, what's the kid's name? Um, Keyshawn Martin, right? Yeah, the kid, or, right, the kid, right. The slot guy from Michigan State, Keyshawn Martin. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah they could probably yeah. still use another receiver. <laughs> I think about it. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they're hoping that oh, yeah. Strong is going to become their... Oh, who's the quarterback? They signed Cecil Shorts, too. That's right. They signed Cecil Shorts, who's going to probably beat out Keyshawn Martin for the slot job. So that leaves Shorts in the slot. The Z is going to be Jalen Strong, and then the X is going to be Nuke. So he gets. Oh, who's throwing on the ball? Brian Hoyer. (laughs) (laughs) At least at first, like I said, I still think that before it's all said and done, the uh, the guy that essentially has the job of doing mallet, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He will. I think they might let Hoyer throw a little bit early on. Might start, maybe. but Or, you know, Tom Savage is <laughs> still there, too. So. You're into that type of thing. Yep. I still think they drafted quarterback, too, even though they have those three on the roster. Yeah. I still think they're going to pick it, put it back on the uh, tomorrow. It wasn't Brian them picking one today, but. And I'm not liking all these new pitcher hands. So, who's blocking for the Raiders this year, other than Rodney Hudson? Donald Penn, um, <laughs> uh, Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson, I love. That guy's going to be a monster. Uh, Johnny, yeah, Hudson is the center. I'm a little wishy-washy on him. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I, I saw some tape of him. He, he was okay, but I don't know. Um, and, and then right guard-wise, we have to be determined. And then at tackle, that's another <laughs> the whole to be determined. Himself. You can have your DGB. I'll take TBD any day. Oh, that uh, that other jet guy, the, the Howard or... Austin Howard, I think, apparently. I don't like him, though. But he's apparently going to be doing something. I don't know what that is, but it's not going to be good. I am stoked right now, even though he's going to play on the Bears. Grisou? Oh, honest Grisou. That's a nice place for him. So is Owen Magbe Odigizu still on the board? And if so, yes, he is. And Cooper. And Cooper. And it's funny because Chris worst game was versus Xavier Cooper, and he just got drafted ahead of But, I mean, that was the worst game by far. I mean, this year was Chris Sue. Uh, Chris should have got I have to assume it's the medical came back really badly, correct? For Diggy? Or, yeah. Oh, or, and his hips? Yeah. He had multiple hip surgeries, and the biggest issue on tape is Turner the corner. Yeah. So, you know, now he is a tremendous athlete in terms of power speed. It's just, you know, those hips and, of course, the medical stuff. But, um, so the Bears did, is that true, Grisou? Yeah, they said Grisou. It's in now, yeah. 
Who did this child play for in the NFL? I don't think I remember this. <laughs> um, she, I believe, has been playing a little slot corner. Um, she's got a good change of direction. She's not great as a tackler. Is that Bears legend Doug Flutie? That's a little bad. And I and honestly I kinda like and maybe I'm crazy, I kinda like Dylan Day a little bit better than Grasso. And BJ Finney too. There goes Grasso to Chicago. She did, she did a better job with his name than the than um Goodell did with Mariota. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, Mur Mariota. I keep rem- it's Mur it's Mariota, right? Like Murray. <laughs> Bill, you better find Gratu some good eateries in Chicago because that guy can uh, throw down. Apparently, some Romanian, really? you find a you gotta find a Romanian restaurant. I don't know if there's any out there. There should be one. There are. <laughs> there's an entire. If you head out towards O'Hare Airport along, um, oh god, what road is it? But there's a bunch of Romanian eateries actually. If you head towards O'Hare Airport along Peterson, Western, going heading west on Peterson Avenue, there's a whole Romanian stretch of, oh. like, little Bucharest, basically. They have a whole Saint Somebody Festival out there. I can't remember what saint it is. Whoever the patron saint of Romania is, there's a whole <laughs> Romanian section there. You do not know this city is full of Middle and Eastern European... I mean, the, the Chicago accent that you are yeah. so familiar <laughs> with is because um, of people from Poland and Romania and Lithuania and the Ukraine who hit Chicago in the late uh, 19th century, and in fact, the term honky, fun fact, uh, comes from the supposed honkiness, you know, sort of duck-like or whatever nasal-like accent that the wasps thought that these more recent Catholic, um, you know, immigrants had when they tried speaking English. That's where the term honky actually comes from. That's some super. That's some super knowledge right there, man. He dropped it. Um, yeah, he. I mean, I like that for Chicago, and he's gonna be fine there. And yeah, I know he was roommates with Kyle Long too, who they drafted. So Kyle Long is like super happy. Just tweeted oh, that out. Yeah, he is. He's yeah, <laughs> sure Kyle Long is. Oh, like Kyle Long. First of all, he's a great follow just because he's you know Kyle Long. He says them. The Long brothers are both fairly interesting um, follows. They're they are funny, interesting, smart guys. But uh, yeah, I mean, Grasso gives them more athletic ability than they've had their center position here since yeah. Owen Cruz, probably. I yeah. Here's the I again, mean, power is the big issue there. I mean, Gondry oh, Coleman well, was able to yeah, <laughs> On so, the team with you there, he's not a power. As much as there's, I mean, Gabe Eckhart is more athletic than, than Grasso, so. Um, I, I don't know. I And not that athleticism is everything, but that's my only big issue with Gretzky on tape was overpowered. And, and the scheme really helped them to just be able to shield guys, you know, instead of actually having to move guys. So uh, we'll see what happens with the Bears. I'm sure they're very happy with pace. 
This, they, I don't like these picks, man. See, St. Louis. Uh, I'm interested in Atlanta's whole draft uh, for sure, too. That was the one I'm kind of looking at. And St. Mm-hmm. Louis, hopefully they can rebound from that last pick. <laughs> <laughs> rebound. Yeah, rebound. Yeah. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. They need to go guard, actually. Yeah. How are the mocks looking, guys, by the way? Hmm. I'm just thinking. Hmm. I'm just thinking. I guess Devere Posey trade by the way. Oh yeah, Posey. Yeah. Thank you. I forgot about Devere yeah. Posey. Well, yeah, they they traded him for that pick though, so he's gone. <laughs> I was oh, hey Lewis, why do you keep doing this stuff, man? I don't get it. <laughs> Jamon Brown, like right now. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Um. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. that is that's that's. I mean, if you put him inside at guard, he's a really, I mean, as a a metrics guy, um, he was actually one of the best testing uh, offensive linemen in the class in the the guard. So I don't know if they're going to do that, but um, he's, uh, that, 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 that makes up for the Havis team pick. That's interesting stuff. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. Oh, so you don't like Jamon Brown? You like the other guy? Oh, I like Miller? him. I like him. I like, actually, I kind of like both of those guys. Uh, it's just figuring out. Yeah, like I mean, Jamon Brown. Like, let me give you some comparables. Jamon Brown is more athletic than Marshall Yonda, Nick Mangold, Brian Waters, Logan Mankin, um, David uh, Bass. Yep, I remember him. That guy? From, yeah. Yeah, I remember him. From, uh, wait, Michigan? Was it Michigan? God, what? He's got to be a guard, so. Yeah. If he's a guard, that actually, I mean, based on the tape, he's a much more powerful guy, um, you know, inside sort of guy. And he has issues on the edge. If you put him inside his guard, I think that actually might be a pretty good pick. Yeah. I mean, they picked Havenstein, so you're not, I mean, he's got, he better be a real tackle. <laughs> Let's not uh, think about that right now. Let's just think about your friends. Well, here's the thing: sure. Rob Havenstein is the ugliest football player you're gonna find, but he just wins. I mean, he knows how to use his body. He's awkward, but he's long. He's big. He looks like a softball stud, like a, a drunken softball stud, but. You know, going to the senior ball, everybody thought this guy was going to get killed, and he just won consistently. Nobody could get past him. So, I mean, in that respect, I think he bears a lot of similarities to Ricky Wagner, uh, who's been a pretty solid right tackle for the for the Ravens. And if they can get that for the Rams, uh, they've got two very big, very powerful run-blocking tackles, and they need more guys on the inside. So, I mean, does that mean Jamon – 
Brown is a good pick? No, but I mean, he makes a bit, way more sense of guard than he does it on the outside. Well, I'm just trying to make sure that I'm not imagining things about who's still available. Uh, All time. So, Ajayi is still available. Steven Nelson is still available. All the running backs are available. Yeah. It was all the running backs, right. Uh, All the quarterbacks. Carl Davis, Davis too, right? Yeah. Trey McBride. DJ Clemmings. Clemmings. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff to be had. Um, so Duke Johnson, yeah. There's some stuff. Uh, there's some guys that you could have that could do things. Yeah, um, that's some. There's some good. This would be a good, good old third round here. Did your boy uh, Jeff Hireman still available? Isn't he? Indeed. Yep. Um, I mean, they've only only uh, two tight ends have come off the board, uh, which right. is about what people expected. True. Uh, so this is Hireman. Hireman could go here. There's a couple. I mean, and then you get into sort of those those combo guys, and then the big old in line guys. But I don't think those guys will go till tomorrow. Yep. Wow. 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 Yeah, I mean, top guys for me, I mean, you know, Steven Nelson, um, Lyle Collins, of course, he's not going to get that. Uh, ben Haney, Duke Johnson, Trey McBride, Shaq Mason, Xavier Cooper, Craig Nature, Seven Coleman. Coleman's gone. Coleman just oh. got taken. Yeah, just got taken by Atlanta. If you tell him where he's going, he'll be. I mean, he basically needs a seeing eye dog. But on the other, I mean, there's no questioning what he did last year. He was very good uh, on a and that off, behind behind an offensive line exactly that wasn't exactly full of stuff. That was terrible, yeah. and his vision wasn't that bad against uh, you know in the cutback lane. And, you know, but okay, his instincts, his vision. Those are question marks that that, that and uh, which is curious because the Falcons took the Devontae Freeman who had the exact same question marks. Yep. True. But this Devontae Freeman I think is a slightly better version. Uh, I mean, I think this would be the slightly better Devontae Freeman. We saw Devontae Freeman be slightly less productive behind a pretty darn awesome offensive line. This guy was slightly more productive besides on an offensive line that, I mean, he's, this, the fact that he has all of his fingers and toes is, is a testament is great. to his talent. And, and, again, in terms of, you know, market share stuff, he was the best testing guy in terms of market share yardage. So, um, right up there with guys like, you know, Matt Forte and you know, those types of guys. So, um I don't know. I mean, you can question vision. You can question that. I I didn't have issues with that on tape. I just had issues in terms of explosiveness. Um, but at the same time, I think that um, he's – it just depends on where he goes. And I don't know. I, I don't think the Falcons really have that great of offensive line, but okay. I mean, any offensive line that has Sam Baker on it, I, I question. 
the validity of the <laughs> offensive line. <laughs> yes, right. Well put. There we go. Uh, again, I'm curious to see what you know what the, the what the rub is when it comes to his his hips, but he's an interesting fit as a left end. Uh, I mean, if if he's healthy, I mean for, for what they do, he's 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 pretty good. Uh, needs substantial development with how he uses his hands and beating blocks, but very athletic, gets after the run, uh, strong. So I'm, he's fun. Yeah, Giants, that was a good pick for the Giants, right? They were getting double up. That was smart. Man, Nigerian kids, I mean, I hate to be stereotypical, but they always are put together like nobody's freaking business, man. I mean, think of all the DNs who are Nigerian, and can you think of one that has a bad body? I can't. I can't think of a single one that doesn't have the V cut with the long arms and all that good stuff. Yeah, that's Kansas City just moved up uh, to the Vikings pick. Oh. So who do they want? The question. I don't know. I'm guessing it's Stunner. Yeah, maybe oh. Reese the, the new pick. No. No. Maybe I, I they might go running, running back. Shouldn't. I would say more along the lines of the guy I like uh, that, that would fit right sort of in their wheelhouse would be Andy Gallick. Because he's basically what they took in Rodney Hudson a couple of years ago, undersized but very, very good technical center, and that's what Andy Gallick is. Uh, I mean, he's arguably the best. I would, I would say he is the best technician as a center, but he's, you know, he's basically a slightly bigger AQ Shipley at this point. Uh, so, so that's that's the kind of thing you move up for? Is that what's on the street? I'm not like Gallick, yeah. but. Well, athletic comparables for Gallic are, you know, Melvin Fowler, Edwin Mulitalo, yeah, Nick, Nick Leakey. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, they right, wait, that, wait, did you say Nick Lachette, the, the guy played That's for it. the Redskins? Yeah, I think that's what uh, trying to say. Nick Le- L-E-C-K-E-Y. It's Lachey. He was a okay. monster. He was in the Hogs. All right. Yeah. Rex have not. Oh, and Larry Wolford. Yeah, Larry Wolford. Although Wolf- Wolford's a lot faster. Surprisingly, he's a lot faster. And I would think more powerful. Oh, no. Gallic is uh, yeah, he's a little bit more powerful. Yeah. By about 40 players. I don't think Gallic. I mean, I would say Gallic is fourth right now, but that's just. I mean, I I don't know if there's a a good center pick here is the thing. Uh, you're basically looking <laughs> you're looking at Finney, you're looking at uh, Gallic. You could look at uh, at Dismukes, uh, but I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, what about Shaq Mason? Oh yeah, yeah. Now Actually, I like him. Oh, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I I would sign on to that. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, I don't know. They might not even go that way. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of trying to remember who they picked already. 
Oh, the Chiefs took Chris Conley. Good for, I guess. Oh. <laughs> poor. He's a. I hate to say this, but he's kind of like a poor man's Randy Moss. <laughs> well, I mean, if you give me a poor man, something like a homeless homeless man's Randy Moss, and that right. he'll show you stuff. He'll show you his athleticism on tape, but it's just never consistent with it. And of course, he's also had all the injuries and you know, and, and all that stuff. But I mean, you know. Character-wise, he's a great guy, but I just right. never been. I mean, and a, a engaging, bright person, um, talented yeah, young is. filmmaker, even. Um, but I don't know if you have to trade up to get to him. I don't know. Once again, I don't know if they're maybe yeah. they're doing Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're we'll I, take I, him now. We're gonna take him, kind of stuff. It's just, it just, it was kind of like he needed a big, strong, you know quarterback that throws a deep ball really well and that's not how it you know, and that's not what they do there and it was just kinda kinda gonna take away from what he does down the field to me. But cause that was the problem at Georgia, you know, well, this year with Mason. I mean now he's reunited with Aaron Murray, but I mean I don't know where oh, Aaron Murray's Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he said Aaron Murray. There's a lot of people reunited in this draft. It's like they reunited <laughs> yes. high school, college, I mean yep. <laughs> all types of guys. But uh, so I don't know, but that, I'm, it's, it's another one like me and Bill were talking about earlier. We like the guy, but not on the team necessarily. Garrett Grayson gone, finally. Yeah. G man, he's a, he's a great kid. I mm-hmm. he's a great kid. I got to talk yeah. to his parents this year. Um, and his high school offense coordinator. That's smart that they got Jay Grayson right there, in my opinion. I mean, and I, and I just won a lot of money saying he'd be the third quarterback. So that's go. neither here nor there. <laughs> the one bet I didn't make this draft was that. I mean, if you're the Saints, I guess, but 24-year-old quarterback, basically is playing Alabama West. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll give him this. He was he was my he was my the third best, but I wouldn't have wanted to draft him. Yeah. Um. He's all right. Oh no. I mean, again, I I'm in the Mount West Conference. I didn't like him in 2013, 2014. He played a little bit better, but I just I don't know. He, I mean, his, my biggest issue is his footwork, and not to say that he has happy, happy feet, but there's just a lot of times where he's just, I'm not going to say he's scared or anything like that, but he just kind of looks a little off at times. The bronze running back core just added Duke Johnson. Enjoy. Nice. That, you finally got your uh, full-time, well, yeah, I don't know. Um. Yeah, okay. Honestly, the Browns' offensive line, despite the fact that Irwin kind of, yeah, I know you like Reckle or whatever, um, that that's gonna be pretty good. Running wise, the Browns. Yeah, they are very good. Uh, the, the the thing is, everybody goes, "Oh, the Browns' offense is terrible." That's if you break it down before the Alex Mack injury. Uh, 
they they scored 26.8 points per game. After the Alex Mack injury, 15 points per game. I mean, it was really that Dramatic. crippling for them. Uh, so, I mean, I like I really like Terrence West. Uh, he's got to grow up, but I like his talent. Isaiah Crowell is a nice uh, back to run off of somebody else. He is not a feature back. He does not see well enough. He cannot run between the tackles very well. He's usually almost exclusively getting handoffs or pitches to the – in fact, it's always pitches. It, it's a never a handoff. So anytime you see them look to hand it, it's play action. So now getting an, a uh, now getting a guy like Duke Johnson who can who has speed, who can catch the ball out of the backfield, uh, that's 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 a nice, really nice setup. And I know there's some people who who thought Johnson was the the best running back in the class. I didn't agree with that, but he is a nice, versatile player who can definitely give the Browns a little more speed, which is, you know, always good. Right. And now you've got the last piece to your three-headed monster running back, I would guess. Who did, well, did Cleveland pick? I missed that. The Browns got Duke Johnson. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's a good pick. The Saints got Grayson. I guess they think that Okay. All right, this all, this all makes sense. They draft Pete. He gets Drew Brees killed. Hopefully, Garrett Grayson can do his thing. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> is, there an, is there an odder tackle group than Andrews Pete and uh, the kid they, the kid they have from uh, Terrence, whatever his name is, or Taron Armstead? Yeah, that's him. That, yeah, well, those, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's pretty odd. That's a pretty big disparity, yeah. You had Andrews Pete, who I did not think physically could get his little uh, – his legs around each other to run his 40. It was it looked like an actual oddity. It almost hypnotic watching him run the 40. And then he's, you know, this giant of a man. And then you've got Taron Armstead, who, who, you know, is more more famous. I mean, he's a he's a decent blocker, but uh, he, he made made his fame for being an athlete at the Combine. Yeah, and uh, fortunately for Pete, he's not exactly a athlete. <laughs> no, not exactly. Yeah, I'm interested with the Dolphins, too. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, um, once again, Xavier Cooper still sitting there. Yeah, you know, lonely. <laughs> yeah, he's still there. He might be there, man. Like tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> That's great. Play, play to yeah, Washington State, you know. Play to Washington State, so nobody watched the tape, I guess. Should have, since Pac-12 had more players drafted. But I mean, cause, you know, that in the Pac-12. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess not. So now, Tommy went ahead of Trey McBride. Oh, that's what the Saints did? No. What, or not uh, the Saints, but the 
the Chiefs took kind of the Chiefs, game. yeah. Who's on the clock? Is is New Orleans on the clock again or Cleveland again? Who is it? Cleveland, I guess. Yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs took Chris Conley. The Browns apparently do Johnson, apparently. Um, and then Saints, 49ers. Okay. And Saints, 49ers, then I guess it would be uh, – So, Lansing is C. So, that means okay. Teddy or Hunley are in the fight now to be the fourth QB off the board. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. The QB thing is interesting because, I mean, I really thought – I'm thinking that Garrett's going now. There's a couple teams that could steal a quarterback here. Whether I mean, Homley's the best player left on my board. And then Sean Manning I thought would get drafted today. I didn't agree with it, but I thought he would get drafted And he looks really – he looked really disappointed when I saw him. I, was, I mean, he's probably the most disappointing face I've seen, actually, all day. So it looks like he thought he was going to go a little bit higher than what he, what he is right now at 81. Or 77, really. I mean, I'm probably as close to a Manion fan as there is around here, and he's a fifth-round kind of guy. Ha, I believe I had that one, Bill. Where is Jordan Richards? He said Jordan Richards. Oh, in the car. Yes, he was in the car with his parents. Yes, that's what <laughs> They were listening. Yeah. You know, but yeah, but he's one of those guys who's going to be fine, you know, whatever happened. I mean, he's a very together, bright young person. He's he's going to be able, whatever happens with football, he's going to have a nice, a fine life afterwards. He is he's, a... Uh, right away. He's a public policy major, but he said he wants to go get his teaching teaching degree. Yeah, yep. he's he's gonna be okay. He's not one of those guys you've ever seen one of those specials like broke or whatever, where you know, they talk about you know how this guy went through sixty million dollars and is now on the street. That won't be him. He's gonna be okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah. You're 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 Bill. You're right about your guy, though. I know you really like him a lot. I still like him a little bit too, but he's definitely. Well, I mean, I like him for what he is. He's a he's a career backup. He's he's a poor man's Sean Renfrey. Oh, I don't know, no, no, Bill, come on. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> really, a poor man's Sean Renfrey? Poor man, like. Okay, well, <laughs> working class, still blue collar then. If you have me, or uh, you know, you know who, you know um. Uh, Kevin Walters. Who? Uh, is that his name? Kevin Walters? Andrew Walters? No, yeah, Kevin Walters. Yeah, Andrew Walters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, some, yeah, somebody compared him. That's funny because somebody said that last year, like when everyone liked Sean Bennett. Like, he was the first Sean Pitt. <laughs> and they were still like, nah, man, he's Andrew Walters. So, yeah. I think I think I know who compared it to. Yeah, I think I know who that is. <laughs> he, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he, he's a, definitely a career backup. I mean, spot starter type of guy, but yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Trey McBride, Stephen Nelson, and like I said, Xavier Cooper. These are 
guys that all got, you know, NFL top like 50 them. grades from me. Yes, I know. They got top 50 grades from me, but the NFL does not like They them. apparently are, are not, uh, I don't know what the term is, franchise guys. <laughs> yes, franchise guys. Yes. That's what was great for nebulous football terms. <laughs> It's so-and-so great. Well, great, maybe, but he's not a franchise blank. So, and that's a term that I've wondered, because, I mean, are there franchise guys even in this draft? I mean, there certainly are some guys. I think there are. Very, very good. I just think that the, everything has to go right for them. So, right. I mean, Davis wants everything has to go right. Mark Barrett, everything has to go right. You know, um, Todd Gurley healthy, you know, health is a big thing. Um, a lot of the running backs, obviously, I think would be franchise guys. Um, offensive line-wise, although those guys are never really franchise guys. Nobody cares about the offensive line. But, um, but definitely, I think there's a lot of good interior offensive line depth. Edge guy-wise, I don't see any franchise guys. You know who's stupid? The New Orleans Saints. They just took PJ, loves to drink and drive Williams, and they're sending him to Bourbon Street. <laughs> well, just so you know, you don't actually drive on Bourbon Street. You actually walk. You know, <laughs> no, you can't That's drive. Not, that may be the It certainly walks. I don't even know about bicycles, honestly. I don't know. I, I just didn't remember that many bicycles. But um, I don't remember a lot of stuff, Robert. But, uh, yeah, I think he'll be fine. He won't have the, you know, uh, Loner FSU. He won't have them helping him out. So um, <laughs> that's that's the, the one thing he won't have. But Loner LSU, though, he can contact them and get a little bit of help from them. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, I mean... They like tall corners. I mean, that makes sense because, I mean, the Saints are in this sort of, we want to be like the Seahawks, but they're like crappier versions of the Seahawks. But um, that's really what they're trying to build. But uh, that's the tall corner you go... I don't know. Um, But, I mean, I... T.J. Williams' issues are just mainly with, uh, I mean, other than the off-the-field stuff, obviously, just consistency with tackling. And he doesn't make a ton of plays on the football. He, he did it occasionally, but it was kind of like flashes of that and not really consistently doing that. So that, that's probably a big issue T.J. Williams. And he also is not the best, a little stiffish as well, which we all know what happens to him occasionally. At times. Yeah. 49ers 40, 40, 40 taking Eli Harold. Finally. Finally, I know. It took a while. But he's well, on the right team. He's on the right Yeah, well, what Eric Armstead lifts on a block and falls down onto the ground. Eli Harold gets knocked on the desk. That'll be one play to see. I don't know. Your guy, your your buddy on Twitter, Bree loves it. He might be drinking though, so I don't know. 
he's, he's drunk right now. Honestly. What, what time is it in Philadelphia? It's like 10.30. 10 o'clock? Prime yeah, he's, he's drunk right now. <laughs> he probably just took his first shot. <laughs> first shot of tequila. He's already taken a couple other shots. Some other he, went, he went easy yesterday for the podcast, so he just had a few beers, I guess. You know? <laughs> really? Yeah. That's nice to know. But no, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, you can't really be drunk on a podcast. Oh, oh. But yeah, um, I don't know. I, I like that pick, though, for San Francisco. Like, I mean, it was, I was tempted to go with a, on a wide receiver, but I'm still a good pick. And he was really high on my board, one of the highest guys left. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's sort of the, I would say, close to ideal place for a guy like, uh, like Harold. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm really interested with Detroit's draft. So I can't wait to see what they pick next. Well, the biggest thing with this, I mean, only, the big issue with San Francisco is who, who are going to be their off-ball pursuit whatever guys? Oh, that. <laughs> They're all gone. They're going to find those guys late or undrafted or what have you. You know, nobody wants Wait. to waste picks early on those guys. You What, what position are you talking about? Uh, you said linebackers? Pursuit linebackers. You know, tack, tackling linebackers. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're going to have to wait. <laughs> Because a lot of teams I'm, actually do need pursuit linebackers, and there's a lot of guys still available. Yeah, there's not. I, I, I'm not sure how much they like him, but I do know that they were at Hayes Pollard for day. So that would be a guy late tomorrow that they could look at. He's small, but... Well, they can go with Jeff Lux. He's big. <laughs> They're a total opposite, total opposite guys, yeah. That's the one combination I want to see is Jeff Luck and Ben Haney because they're completely opposite of each other in a lot of ways. But I think they could work together pretty well. That's good. Uh, Eli Harold. Okay. Yep. Okay. Do you guys see another uh, quarterback going um, tonight? Yep. Or is it probably probably one, one more. more? Hopefully it's Brett, man. I really hope it's Brett. I really hope it's Brett Petty. Or yeah, it might be Brett Petty too. Lions pick from Vikings to Chiefs. And the Detroit Lions draft, that's, I'm not, eh, that's, eh. Not an interesting one for sure. And you, tra- and you get Manny Ramirez in a trade and you're actually happy about that? I don't know. As you know, Manny Ramirez, the infamous. Oh, that's a, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Alex uh, Carter. Carter. To, uh, 
That's right. Skip it. They're trying to match up with corners. I see how it is. Detroit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, doesn't tackle very well. I wish hey, I had a say that it would have been a first round pick next year. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Fuller and uh, Hargraves. Uh, even um, the Minnesota corners are not that bad either. I don't know if you guys seen those guys. Um, well, they've got the same They're, they're pretty good. They've got Xavier Rhodes. Um, oh, I'm, ta- I'm talking about the college Minnesota. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Gophers. Yeah, the Gophers. Fighting Gophers. Yeah. And that's one of the great coaching jobs, not just by a particular head coach, but by staff, because obviously you have the challenges of your head coach, you know, uh, Coach Kill dealing with, with his his malady, and then, you know, there's an entire, you know, section sometimes of the season where he's been, as it's safely kept away from the team for his own health reasons, and they tend not to seem to miss a beat, and it's not easy to recruit kids uh, up to, you know, basically Siberia, and that's kind of, I mean, I don't know if you've been on that campus in the wintertime, but it's brutally cold, those late season games. I mean, it's 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 hard to play there. Uh, and for a while, they played indoors, uh, but now they, they've gotten away from that. But it is it is. I mean, you've got to be tough. It's we talk about sort of the North Dakota kids, the South Dakota kids, the Montana kids. It's all like that. You've got to have a certain amount of you know for two you know just just for two fortitude to to plastic and play when you can't feel your extremities. Lorenzo Malden, gone. Okay. okay. John Miller, gone. Teammates, right? Yeah. So many Louisville players, gone. <laughs> so, we, remember, we noticed, or I remember, remarking on how many Louisville guys are going to get drafted. I think, what was the number, eight, seven, something like that, when we did our mock. Yeah. It was oh, they're going to. Yeah, man. I mean, with Charlie Strong, and then you get Bob Petrino. So, I mean, you know, so one of the quarterbacks is going to get drafted because of Bob Petrino. And then, I mean, defensive players left over from Charlie Strong um, and now Todd Grantham, yeah, they're going to get people drafted for a long time, higher than they've had before. Yeah. Man. So, wait, Lorenzo Malden to the Jets? Yeah, and John Miller to the um, Buffalo Bills. Yep. Man, that's way better Malden. A lot of people like John Miller all the time. They don't watch his tape. Um, I mean, he's pretty good to me, but a lot of people like him more um, than me. He's kind of everyone. He's kinda, seemed like he was everyone's like kind of sleeper pick at guard. Mine is Quentin Spain. Yep. Mine is his teammate. <laughs> I like his teammate uh, Lutowski, um a lot, but he's not going to go here, obviously today. So. Well, you know, San Diego likes Spain, um, so they pick next. So you might be happy. They could go. I don't know if they were picking this high, though. Hmm. 
think San Diego's going to go edge rusher. Well, if they do, it'd be like Daniel Hunter or... Yeah, it'd be Hunter or uh, Toll. They like Toll a lot. Oh, yeah, James Toll. Or Trey Flowers. Or Trey Flowers. Or Shaq Rick. Hmm. Bill's guy. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to take Randy Gregory this high, you might as well take Shaq Riddick. Same guy. Because one of them doesn't have weed problem. Yes. And mental right. problem. And strength problem. Yeah. It's <laughs> just those things. Other than that, he's awesome. So far, there haven't been that many bad. I mean, there's been bad picks, but not egregiously bad. There you go. Not egregious. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> we haven't haven't seen Marcus Golden, Lorenzo the Mall, and those are the only three so far that are really kind of. Mike Davis is still available, right? Yep, he is. He's probably gonna fall the fourth round. So. Because, yeah, uh, unfortunately, you know, it's very, very open his mouth. I like that Mike Davis. He thinks he's all high and mighty. <laughs> Doesn't have much mm. Lattimore work ethic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just, I was going to say, tomorrow's going to be so interesting because you're going to have a lot of guys you like um, at the top of your boards yep. um, available. I mean, you know, there's only so many people left now, so it's going to really be an interesting day. Um, meat and potato day. Yes. yes. There'll be lots of both to be had. Man, San Diego's taking forever to make <laughs> They're acting like it's a first-round pick. Well, they they might be dealing with the fact that they're... Is Henry Anderson still available? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yep. Grady Jarrett, Henry Anderson. Two guys Henry, Henry, Henry Anderson is like the... Uh, he's like the, the Bryce Perry or, 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 or Garrett Grace. He's everybody like him. of because he's like 24 years old. Some people, you know, kind of have issues with that. I don't know. PFF really likes him. So does Josh Lewis. Yeah. And he works. He's a minion for them, so kind of. So that kind of makes sense. But um, they're comparing to J.J. Watt, which that was where I'm like, what? JJ Watt. Wait, who compared him to JJ Watt? The PFS guys. They're like, oh, he looks like JJ Watt on tape. Oh. Who? Looks like JJ Watt? Henry Anderson. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I like Henry Anderson a lot, but. Oh. That, that's not. Uh, he's good, though. Definitely. Sure. Got an early, sec- early, yeah. early second on him. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But J.J. Watt. 
<laughs> yep, that's where I had disagreements. Yeah. And plus, they're very they're very micro level. That's that's the only like thing I was talking to them about was um, with all the stuff that they do. It's very mi- you know micro level, but it's not very macro. And that's why you have people like James Vader or Vader's from like Stanford, he's like their top edge guy based on their numbers. And, and yet, when you look at how many times they actually rush, you know, you know, like he rushed like half as much as everybody else. So, I don't know, they're not kind of taking the macro stuff into account with the micro stuff, but I don't know. <clears throat> but anyway, so more exciting things. Uh, then he goes to the pick yet. <laughs> oh, they haven't picked yet. Okay. Uh, so, well, all right, let's see what we have left. So we have the Chargers, we have the Eagles, obviously Pac-12 player there, um, Bengals, Cardinals, Steelers, Vikings, Rams, Ravens, Cowboys. Hey, we get a bit of picks. Didn't the Cardinals left. lose that pick? Didn't they, did they lose that pick? Or they still have it? Uh, according to this, it says they have it. But Craig Mager. Yeah, finally. Make remember, it up. remember, I was telling you guys they had a late first on them, so. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. Do it, Jim. It's your moment. Jason Verrett, Brandon Flowers, and Craig Major. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle, baby. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> that's insane, man. Yeah, um, that's... <sighs> <laughs> I mean, first of all, he's a good tackler. Um, two, yep. really good instincts. As much people compare him to a safety, but I just think that's because he plays everywhere. He's on the other side of the football field, and his guy's messing up, and then he makes a play on the other. Like that's the type of player he is. He sees the field exceptionally well. Um, can tackle. Um, you know, not the. You know, ball skills are okay. You know, they're a little. I mean, they're solid. They're not terrible. Uh, but overall, he's a really very instinctive, really good tackler, super duper athlete. You know, basically more athletic than Eric Rowe, actually, overall. Um, and I think, geez, that's that. That's a good pick. A great pick. Yeah. And he's not too short, which I didn't get. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I think Telesco becoming one of the best general managers um, in, in the uh, NFL. He's building, man. I mean, he's doing better than AJ, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, AJ had his up and down, but Tom Telesco's done a really good job. So this, so this is where, some, you know, as the draft goes on, some picks make a lot of sense and other picks don't make a lot of sense. But, um, yeah, I, I, oof. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. George Oh, oh man. Jordan. He really does love ACL injuries. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, for real. Like, wait, wait, who else? Wait, who else? And you know, you, you know, you both in the next round, speaking of leap of set. I mean, like, uh, Jordan Hicks, man, this is like a, one of the worst picks of the draft. Who likes knee injuries? Chip Kelly does. He loves them. He loves them. Third round, like, uh, yep. and he's getting, uh, he's getting, 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 he's get
Okay, yeah. Okay, I can see that. That makes sense. He's on the fourth. So, <laughs> so who else? Who else tore up their knee wreath? Um, and guess what? He's gonna get Chucky Keaton next year. This is gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, he's gotta get Chucky Keaton. He got to. You know, it's the only way. That doesn't <laughs> make cool. any sense. Why did he get Jordan? Why? Jordan Hicks, oh, man. Alex, that, but that doesn't make sense. Where's Alex Brown at? We need to talk to him. I can't, Alex. Hold on. What are you going to find my boy Alex? <laughs> Probably busy talking to somebody. He's probably talking to for ACL. Yeah, we we can get the inside scoop of his ACL. Either that or maybe he's, like, using these people for parts. <laughs> <laughs> so you're thinking it's like a... Like an organ harvesting operation is that what you're suggesting that he has going? Personally, I think the Eagles have done a pretty shabby job of drafting. I think Aguilar was a reach. I think this guy's a reach. Eric Rowe, it sort of depends where you come on. Some people thought he was a first rounder. I think he's closer to day three. He's probably okay where they got him, but uh, I mean Aguilar, that was not I mean that was that was Marcus Smithish to me. I'm, I like Aguilar, but I'm like 80% there with you, and about 80% there. <laughs> um, I thought he would go early in the um, in the second. Tyler Croft and Star Eifert now for Cincinnati. Yeah, that high. And I don't know. I'm, I'm one of the guys that, based on tape, I, I didn't like Croft that much. Well, I mean, this is a testament to the, weakness of, to the weakness of the tight end class. In a normal tight end class, we're, we're talking about this guy in the sixth. Yeah, but he went. But Jeff Sherman's still on the board, Bill. Like that. Oh. Sort of, like okay. my. Like, it's it's that. It's also in terms of. As much as people say, oh, it's a weak tight end, which it is a weak tight end. Um, I would say that guys like Will Ty, Wes Saxon, um, you know, Brian, you've seen Brian Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit better. You know, CJ Uzome you know, from Auburn. Yeah. Um, those sort of guys. I don't know. Like, I like all those guys over top. And, of course, you know, West Sax- even West Saxon. Even though he's a pocket tight end, I, I I prefer a pocket tight end over a stiffish sort of you know one speed tight end. Isn't the tight end coach for Cincinnati a tight end coach? Uh, was a tight end coach in uh, college, right? Yes, that's true. So we can. So he's like Mr. Miyagi, he can kind of get the stiffness out. Is that is that a sort of? <laughs> I don't know. Thing? Maybe you're familiar with him. And he can heal all wounds. It's just the reunited draft, man. Yeah, Hicks. Um, Hicks as an athlete was was very similar to uh, Preston uh, Brown. 
<laughs> you guys remember that guy? Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, yeah, from last year. Um, but he's uh, his 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 only big issue is as a pursuit linebacker, he's just on the threshold. He's he's with uh, you know Malou-ish, solo tackle wise. So, which is kind of it's kind of a tier of linebackers that are kind of solid but not necessarily great. And of course, you guys already mentioned the uh, the health history. So, yeah, surprise, surprise at how the NFL views pursuit linebackers actually based on what just happened so far. Right. They tend to want the athletes over the productive guys. Yeah, because, you know, production for um, nerds. Hmm. You know, people always whip out something like, you know, Timmy Chang was productive, that kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know about you guys, but, like, Anthony, the closest, like, comparison with Yosef on Anthony was kind of like Brian Cushing. I don't know if that's crazy or not. I don't know. Maybe you guys can tell me if that's crazy. Because he's mm-hmm. as athletic as Brian Cushing. But huh. like Cushing, he's not exactly the best, you know, rack upper of solo tackles, I guess. I don't know. I just threw that out there. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know, it's funny because um, a lot of people, are, you know, a lot of their members of draft Twitter apparently don't know Mr. Mr. Uh, Mager. So I'm trying to sort of catch them up. And oh, David Johnson, nice. Um, yeah. And I, I, I frankly compare Mager to a more athletic version of um, Malcolm Jenkins. Mm, yeah, I would, I would, you know. It makes sense. Kind of. I, I just like I like this last pick a lot. Yes, uh, David oh, Johnson. Yeah. I had him ending up with Dallas. Uh, with I had Dallas finally taking him running back in the third, and I had them getting him. Yeah. Him and Andre Ellington are just perfect uh, one-two combo there. Yeah, major. Actually, the most the closest like athletic top for major is uh, Terrence Newman, um, but faster. Wait, he said who bit faster? Uh, Terrence Newman. Oh, only Terrence Newman's not nearly as powerful. I would think. Isn't Newman kind of a? I mean, I'm not saying he's a finesse. Based guy, on his testing, testing is the combine back in 2000. Are the Rams taking Sean Mannion? Is this happening? Probably why not? <laughs> he's got to take. He's got to take one quarterback. <laughs> oh shoot! So Cardinals took David Johnson. Steelers took yeah. Sammy Coe. Yeah. Well, oh, there you go, news. man. There you go. Here's the good news: they didn't take him in the first. You know, so I, you know, they didn't take him in the first. I'm not too upset. They didn't do something. That's classic Raiders though. <laughs> It is a classic case of thing. But the Raiders would have taken it in the first. Yeah, it was kind of like the Raiders now, actually, based on the picks. Kind of. Height, but... height, weight, speed. 
John Mannion. Okay. Gone. Yep, John yep. so Mannion. So who got Mannion now? St. Louis. The Jeff is seven and nine. Danelle Hunter's gone. Minnesota's killing me with their picks. They keep picking everybody out like. (laughs) 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 So, Grayson was the third QB off the board. Manning's the fourth QB off the board. Yep. Interesting. Waiting for you, Brett Humley. So he can still make it to uh who can he make to? Let me see, uh John Mann. Uh, so the Bills could still get Hunley actually. The the Vikings do what they always seem to do, which is blow it in the first round and do really nice from then on. <laughs> that that should be Coburn's adopted team. They seem to be all about the analytics again, saving the first round. Well, I'm an analytic. I am a metrics guy, Pete. But Trey Wayne's is my 16th cornerback, so that's what I'm saying. Save the first round because that was terrible. Forty times faster than your 20-yard shuttle. Not good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, man, guys like Odell Beckham Jr. are gonna be a nightmare for Trey Wayne. <laughs> well, they're gonna protect them though, Bill. Like you said, uh, they're gonna <laughs> have them straight line, and if yeah. he whiffs, the safety will clean up. Yeah. All you fantasy guys out there, whoever the safety sex for the Vikings, go out and get him. Yeah. So, fantasy nuggets from Jim Coford. Oh, oh, boy. Oh. That Rams thing was. I'm confused why they picked Sean Mannion. I mean, I like him, but because Garrett Gilbert because of the, because of the chance to get a left left Garrett Gilbert and um. Yeah, he's like Derek Gilbert, like way less athletic. Paul Davis with the Ravens is excellent. Yeah, that's so Raven esque. <laughs> that makes complete sense. It's a great fit. More sense than Mannion, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the only thing about Daniel Hunter is his back stuff was so disproportionate. It wasn't even like like it was I think he like he was so low compared to everything else. It was just kind of nuts. But I don't know. I the only thing he's the youngest edge rusher ever to be drafted last 15 years. So I don't know if that sort of helps at all but maybe they might turn him into a linebacker Bill. I mean that's what they sure. did with Barr. Why not? So they might turn him into a pursuit linebacker. Sure. Why the heck not? <laughs> sure. 
Yeah. Uh, things are going to start getting a little goofy from, you know, for what I think. Uh, which is fine. I mean, at least they're getting to the point where it, when you get around pick 100 or getting close to it, if you're going to do something a little goofy, it's not a thing that's a good idea, but we're getting to the part where it kind of makes sense. Like you can kind of right. uh, kind of say, well, now immediately they're still, you know, got like Xavier Cooper hanging around and Stephen Nelson just hanging around. Yeah, Carl Davis of Baltimore. I mean that that I guess they're trying to replace not the he's kind of a like homeless man, not the yeah, kind of. And I, I still don't know what they're going to do with Timmy Jernigan. Do you know, Bill? What are, what are the Ravens going to do with Timmy Jernigan? Because I still don't. Yeah, he's, he's, they're going to stand him up. He's going to be a, a I don't know. His position at Florida State was basically to stand straight up and hold your hands out in front of you and bench press people off of you. That, that was his position. Yeah. I don't know how that works in the NFL, though. But that's that was the position. Right. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh Jeff Ehrman looks like he might be headed uh to Denver. Uh who? Your guy, man. Jeff Jeff Yerman? is that a fan of last name? Yeah, Jeff Jeff Yerman, yeah. Um, yeah, to uh the Denver Broncos. Yeah. their their approach to the tight end position's been interesting. It's been throw as much crap as you can at the at that hole and hope it works out. Uh I actually like how it kinda works. But it's kinda kinda works. He fits uh Denver to me pretty well. I would just like to throw in another, you know, inside joke reference. Arizona Cardinals took David Johnson because uh, northern, northern, the northern Illinois connection. Hold on, let me think. Yeah, like they had Kurt Warner. He went to uh, <laughs> no way, sorry, no, sorry, that's northern Iowa, northern Iowa, northern Iowa. Sorry, northern Iowa. Like the cannot lie. He cannot lie. Right, right. Good point. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. You should have known that was coming. I should have, actually. I, I'm a bit disappointed in myself. <laughs> it's okay, man. I know. Way things are going through all Watts is probably going to be UDFA. Oh, I like him a lot. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jay Chai is still on the board. David Cobb's on the board. Those guys might actually be fourth rounders, maybe. Unless they get scooped up here. <clears throat> TJ Yeldon, I don't know. I'm not going to get into TJ Yeldon, but whatever. Well, there goes the Oh My God pick. Which Oh My God pick is that? Chaz Green going oh, to the third oh, yeah. round. 
Why? <laughs> Why? Why? Well, he's big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's big. It's fascinating. Oh. <laughs> I thought I don't know. I thought yeah, I thought he would be a six or seven round guy. But, I mean, I figured everyone. I don't think anyone has. I've never. I've not not seen him by, by anybody. Um. So, to me, that's a shocker. Of today, Chad Green. He was really good as freshman year, though. Wait, from Florida, Chad Green? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Top 100. Top 100. Top 100. The surprise pick. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. That's a surprise. Boom. So this might be your boy Hireman right here. I mean, I know Dallas has done a good job drafting London, but... (laughs) Ha ha, I nailed it. I'll have to see it to believe it. Yep, there's your boy. I had a feeling well, this was going to be higher, man. Yeah, oh, the Denver, yeah. That was. So, so far, Dallas got a cornerback that could be the best cornerback in the class a crazy person and a backup rotational offensive lineman. Okay. Jeff Hireman. Hireman, yeah. Yeah, Jeff, I finally got the extra athletic stuff with him. He's, uh, you know, Zach Zach Miller from Arizona State, a little bit more athletic than him. Um, Chris Cooley. Henry Anderson, gone. Anderson, yep. Now the Colts are starting to do a little bit better. (laughs) That's the the only good pick the Colts really made to me. Um, And that's the funny thing. Last year, I didn't like any of their picks until this round, too, so. Hmm. I think I might have actually gotten us right in my mock. <laughs> I think I actually might have gotten us right. I thought I was making sort of a run on um, Stanford guys. I thought he might be one of the Stanford guys that might go after. I thought I thought they might go after uh, Richards, but later I switched a little earlier than I thought. Uh, and I thought even Carter, what? I didn't. I didn't I thought Carter might end up there, but I, I didn't mock him there. I mocked another corner there. I can't remember who it was now. Mocked the corner there, but it wasn't Carter. Someone else. But yeah, I mean, Ironman is. Uh, he's, uh, he's, I mean, that's a good, you know, once again, I mean, he's going to give you everything you've got in Jacob Tammy and more. Oh, he's better than that, honestly. Um, yeah, right. I agree. He did better. He's much better. He's better. And, uh, well, again, um, Chris Cooley, Zach Miller-ish. 
So um, his big issue is that it's honestly chemistry, really, because he started building chemistry with, you know, um, what was his name? Uh, Braxton Miller, yeah. Whew, got his name. Uh, yeah, started building chemistry with him, and then that kind of faded away. And then, of course, um, J.C. Barrett came in, and it kind of went down. Cardell Jones stepped in. And it, I don't know. But that's the big knock on your, uh, you know, Hireman is that the production wasn't always there 100%. But, um, but he is a, you know, decently athletic guy. He catches football well and, you know, stuff like that. But, um, yeah, with Peyton Manning, I, I don't think he's going to get much rough because, again, uh, Denver, and maybe this has changed, and Peyton Manning, too, they don't seem to really like rookies that much. And I, I don't know how that's going to affect him. Davey Cooper. Gone, oh, Redskins? Uh, Did they pick him? Oh, no, they picked Matt. Well, she, <gasps> man, I knew that was going to happen. They could have gotten um, him in the friggin' six, probably. Are you kidding me? High school kids, uh, go to Florida, you'll get drafted. Regardless oh of God. what happens at Florida, you'll still get drafted. Which is pretty dumb. Because, uh, like, what, what, when was the last extremely dominant Florida player other than Joe Hayden? Um, and, the murder, and, the, and the murder. And the murder. Florida <laughs> player? I can't, can't think of one right now. I like Shreve Floyd, but I don't think he's dominant. <laughs> Matt Jones. Yeah. I mean, Matt Jones. Matt Jones. That's like a Buck Allen type pick. I don't know what I don't know why you're bothering with that one. That, oh. I think that Chad Green is still crazier to me, but Matt Jones is second craziest <laughs> so far. Because that's the guy, yeah. Like Bill said, you get in the the fifth. Um, I mean, his pro day was outstanding, but I mean, he any you know, his day was outstanding. It was. It was and, I mean, he played. Did you watch? Did you watch him his tape? However, did you watch him play football? I did. He had some games where he was pretty good, but I wouldn't have touched him until at least the fifth round. Like that would have been a stretch too. Well, uh, if Finn Hassan was, yeah. was on the show, yeah, go ahead. I remember yelling at people about Carlos Williams being in the top 100. I didn't even consider that Matt Jones Taking them that high. 
least taking them that high. Oh, it happens okay. occasionally, but right. I mean, I'm talking about worked that out. High. Um, Cleveland yeah. moving up. Yeah, Edelman. It's obviously another Edelman good example. Uh, uh, Josh Cripps to a lesser extent, but yeah, I mean, there's a you know handful of success stories. Handful of guys, but you don't take them that high. I mean, I Matt Jones might be really high. Play so who do you think Pete, 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 who's who's Cleveland want here? Uh, maybe Trey McBride. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll take Paul Dawson. Maybe hopefully not a quarterback. Hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking they were gonna take Sean Manning if he was still on the board. Maybe a wide but, receiver. Maybe. I hope, <laughs> I hope so. They need a couple of them. <laughs> That's what Cleveland fans want. We want our receiver. We want him now. This is that's not what it's like. That has happened all day. <laughs> People are still crying when they took. Oh, it was Xavier Cooper. Ah, yeah. Cooper. Oh, there we go. There we go. Happy Pete. <laughs> Well, Cleveland well, actually got a good player. Well, Brown uh, fans are already mad. The already mad about this pick. Like five seconds, they only have. No, they shouldn't be mad. They should be thrilled. <laughs> no, they're like, we wanted Michael Bennett. Why would we take Xavier? <laughs> no, you didn't. That's <laughs> what I just saw. <laughs> That's what I just saw. They want a home. They want a Ohio State guy. You know. They want no, him. no, you don't. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you are not about that. That, that Michael Bennett life. Michael Bennett's going to go the next round and be a rotational, nothing special. Yeah, and Cooper's going to be a long time starter. Uh-oh. You might have a, this might be one of the steals of the draft right here. Right it here. Uh-oh. You got Danny Shelton and Xavier Cooper. That, man, Ooh, that's, man. Awesome. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. This guy, oh. I, didn't, I honestly never thought they'd consider him just because he wasn't a guy that really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of length. But, I mean, they do run a three technique. Yep. Yep. But it's just, uh, they, they sort of wanted a heavier guy that could stop the run. They have that in John Hughes. But if you're talking about third and long and you want to put pass rushers on the field, man, Mingo, Cooper, Des Bryant, uh, Nate Orchard, uh, you know, and, and Paul Kruger and Armani Bryant, you've got all kinds of guys. Wow. Oh, baby. Ouch. Oh, my gosh. I'll say this much. You guys are building a specific a, a defensive line with a specific set of skills. A particular, sorry, a defensive line with a particular set of skills. Oof. That's a, oof. <laughs> they will find you, and they will oh kill you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. And there's movable pieces there. I mean, admittedly, some of those guys can't do everything, but some of those guys are, like, super versatile. Super good. They're super good at what they do. Uh, and there's some disability in there. What's not to like? All you need is a quarterback. 
Once you guys are done uh, killing Derek Carr, can we have him? <laughs> I'm bet they'd be open it, to it trade nasty. I think the Browns and Raiders should combine forces and then be able to allow to have one pretty, <laughs> not even good, pretty good football team. Oh, right. If you were he, to make an all He said Cleveland's team. offensive line. Yeah, Cleveland's offensive line. Derek Carr. Amari Cooper. And our weapons still stuck. And your defense. Honestly, it's re- it's really just a Derek Carr package, really, if you think about it. Derek Carr and Mark- <laughs> you're not You're not giving us anything but Khalil Mack on defense. <laughs> you, guys like, you guys like Geno Grissom um, on the Patriots? Nah, you're right, don't. That's right. Patriots is fine. They're going to gonna have like that Seattle draft last year where every pace is like, oh. <laughs> well, the Patriots. Your pick last year, yeah. Jim Grissom, yeah, I, th- that's one Oakland, Oakland player I really didn't like too much, but I liked a lot of the guys. But I like Grissom so in the much. second half of the fifth. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think he can um, play defensive end, um, but I love the fifth. You can do a couple of different things. I mean, that's, I'm assuming, what makes them interesting to them is that they probably want to do a couple of different things with him. I would I would have liked, much rather have London Trail right here instead, but Stephen Nelson finally. I know he was. I saw his Twitter, man. He was so sad. <laughs> but he's Tell in him. now. Tell wait, him hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. So Stephen Nelson's going to Kansas City. Yes, sir. Yep. How? Why? How does that happen? I don't know. <laughs> you preach about, like, there's all this stuff about they don't like short corners. I really like Stephen Nelson. They don't like short corners. They don't like this. They don't like that. What do they They go out and get it? Okay, whatever. All right. Now they actually have a pretty good quarterback crew. Mark yeah, Peters, Stephen Nelson. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Andy Reid's going, ta-da. How you like, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. That's probably what they're going to complain about. And I like Stephen Nelson, but he, he can't cover Calvin Johnson. I'll tell you who he can cover. Jalen Strong. Jalen Strong. But anybody can cover Jalen Strong. A Weber including, State including can cover Jalen Strong. Apparently including most offensive linemen. Again, Pete, I, 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 the Weber State tape, you'll be amazed Yeah. at just like and I understand though you're like, well they got good quarterbacks Weaver State. We'll see. They actually do have a couple we'll of see. decent corners at Weaver we'll State. They become I, anything. But <laughs> the fact that he couldn't separate against Weaver State cornerbacks it's concerning. I, I follow what you're driving at there. I like the Steven Nelson pick. He's he is not afraid. He's He's got all the confidence you want in the corner. He's definitely not going to get flustered. He likes to hit people. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah. He, he, oof. Yeah, he'll, he'll find you, and he'll hit you. Wow. Wow. I just can't get over Nelson getting up there. That's such a – oh, it's about value. Yeah. Like sixty something picks, 
steal value. I mean, uh, I, 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 that's a guy who I'm on the like late first, early. I mean, that's a guy I thought would go somewhere, you know, north of 40. Oh, man. Yep, pretty good pick. And Austin actually goes to a good situation. Yeah, I, the trade is a little suspect, but. It's a good pick for the Bengals. What Bengals have been sucking for how many or mediocre for how many years? Now they actually have a guy who can actually play middle linebacker. Yeah, Bengals. And I look forward to Josh Norris eating his tweet about him going at. I believe it was in the top fifty. Ooh, really? This is it. To me, this is where Dawson could be going. It's so perfect in so many ways, actually. He's going to a place where they clearly work well with personalities. He's a good fit for what they need in the position. It's, it's just it's really good, <laughs> you know? Like, it really is a good situation in a bunch of different ways for him. Well, oh, that's so, the end. That's, that's the end. Okay, so Patriots got Genie Opus, Steve Nelson, Paul. Okay. Some, some, there's some great players on the board still. Yep. For yep. Tomorrow. Yeah, I mean. Oh, somebody's going to get Trey McBride. I told you he should have done. He kept, kept taking him second round in, in our box, and I was like, let him fall where he belongs in fourth round. <laughs> I could steal him there. It's not a steal if you take him in the second. I know. I know. I think somebody's going to get a massive steal. And of course, if we were ESPN, we'd be talking about Lyle Collins right now. Oh, we're not ESPN, but we can if we want to. I just that whole man. I feel bad for that kid because the the part of it that, that makes it sad is is it not only if it turns out he's not involved, he potentially lost not not only someone he could have been close to, but also possibly his first, I assume, first child. And all this is happening while he's while he's basically getting killed in the draft process when most people th- thought he was a first-round pick. First and I thought he was a second-round pick. But it's just like, man, I, it's never, never happened like this. Nothing close to it. Yeah. But, I mean, apparently, and I don't know if this is possible, Bill, but can he really, like, not sign a contract and then declare in another draft or well here's what so the thing is he passed the point where you can pull your name out what his agent tried to do was say uh, you know like okay he was like a hardship mulligan and let us go into the um, into the supplemental and the NFL was like nope you know <laughs> you, you're in it you're in it to win it or not in this case Here's what's going to be yeah. interesting, though. Here's what's going to be interesting. There are 
usual slotting regarding certain things salary and bonus-wise don't really apply to undrafted free agents. Now, normally it's lower just because they're undrafted. But that, all bets might be off if Collins is cleared, say, soon after the draft, right after the draft, and people are throwing around, you know, third-round salary and bonus money. I mean, will somebody do that? Will they say, hey, in our mind, you know, he was a guy that could have gone here, even though they're undrafted, we're going to throw X amount at him instead of the normal, hey, kid, here's a $15,000 signing bonus that will pay you four hundred grand, which is you know, or, which is often what happens with undrafted free agents. Somebody might pay him like a guy that went in the top 100. It'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Very. I still think he's going to get drafted, but it's going to be in the 67th round. Yeah. Which might end up being the cheaper deal than if he gets the undrafted free agent because then it's a free for all. No, it is right. It's 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 still limited by the rookie pool, which is dumb, but nevertheless rule. I think that's what it should be a free for all, because at that point then there'd be some well a it'd be an interesting experiment in what if there wasn't a draft, and b uh, it would be a little more he might end up with the biggest contract of any of the players picked. Uh, so that would be fun, but no, they are limited. I mean, how much, I mean, some team can offer basically the balance of whatever their, their rookie contract is, but then they, then, then they're, then they're limited in what they can do as far as anybody else. But yeah, it's, right. Right. There's a series of dumb rules in this. And the idea that he can't, uh, he can't do it, but basically Bo Jackson did, and come, go out and then come back and be in the draft next year is equally stupid. I, I know what you're saying. I, I'm not disagreeing with you. But here's what I'm driving at. Unless I'm wrong about this, what you're saying applies to salary. I don't think it applies to signing bonus, does it? I, I mean, I mean, there is a, you know, a, a upper limit to it, I suppose, but I think you can you have a little more flexibility in terms of that. If someone goes on draft now, once again, usually the signing bonus is rather meager for most undrafted free agents because, you know, because they're undrafted free agents. I have to. I need to go in and double, double check the exact. Oh no, because apparently, with uh, what I'm getting at is, I know that he tried to pull out and they said no. Yes, but what his agent basically, and I don't have the source in front of me. But that whatever point he gets drafted, or whatever, if he does get drafted past day two, then he said that he's just not going to sign the contract. And my question is, well, first of all, that hasn't really happened before recently. It's happened, you know, a long time ago. But how exactly does that, you know, I don't know. Like that's the can he really do that? He can refuse to sign the contract, but the but the team retains his draft rights. I mean, his exclusive rights. Exactly. Year. Yeah, yeah. And the but the team also might, but will the team be like, okay, we get it, and we'll next year we'll draft you at a certain spot, or are they just going to be like, no, we're paying you this much and that's it, so take it or leave um, it. I'll call on. It's a one shot deal. Um, you can't right. be right, so he can't. Here's how it works. Um, it used to be you could be drafted more than once when they had the futures draft. Once again, you guys, do you remember, maybe Pete, or do you remember that? They used to have different drafts, almost not quite like baseball, but they used to have a 
where you could draft guys who were still going to play next year. And then you, like, like we have Staubach. Staubach was a 10th rounder while he was still at the Naval Academy. And you retain the rights to your futures guys. I can't remember what the rule was. But essentially, if they didn't sign, you retained their rights. If they didn't sign with you or anyone else, they, you, know, you know, they retained their rights. I think that's how it worked. Pretty much indefinitely. <laughs> um, but the, uh, I can't remember exactly, maybe there was an upper limit to a number of years, but it seemed like indefinitely. But there you was know, no free agency in those days. And they basically, you know, it was a, they owned players, basically. But the point is, you used to do more than one draft. There was the guys who were, quote unquote, draft eligible, and there was also a futures draft. And those guys didn't lose their eligibility because you weren't going to sign them. You couldn't sign them. So right. You couldn't sign future draft guys. So then you could be drafted more than once under those rules in those days so that the future draft. But when they got rid of the future draft, it's a one-shot deal now. So you can be in the draft once. They get one shot at you. Um, and, I mean, he's going to have to decide to sit out the entire season if they're serious about that, oh, we won't sign for, you know, whatever it is, which they might right. do. You know, and, it, you know, it'd be, I was going to say, it'd be a lot easier if he wasn't a senior, too, because I mean, it's like he can go back, <laughs> you know, at all, even if that was an could, option. Right, right. He couldn't play, but he could go back conceivably to go to school. Um, I guess he could still, you know. Oh, he, he doesn't have any eligibility left. No, no, he wouldn't have eligibility left either way. I mean, remember, you lose your oh, eligibility. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. but oh, yeah, you're a senior, freshman, sophomore, it doesn't matter. The eligibility wasn't the issue. I'm saying, I guess, you could still go back to school and be a student. You want to be a grad student or something, but yeah, you right. can't. Yeah. You can't play any place except, you know, I guess CFL. Well, well here's yeah, the... Yeah, how, that's how, what makes it. Oh. But, but, like, the biggest, like, the basic way to, you know, like, I get all that stuff. Basically, Loud Collins wants to get paid. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's basically what he wants. My question is, I guess he wants to get paid. So, and if he's completely cleared of everything, do you think the NFL team would just be like, you know, we own your rights and, and we'll pay you whatever, just get over it? But the only thing is, I've never heard of the NFL paying a guy more than what they, you know, like. I've never heard of the NFL really doing that. Yeah. I mean, only thing I think the only thing you do is is hold out for more money. You could be like, you know. Yeah, but if you do that, then you get. I mean, you get backlash. I don't yeah. know. It's such a unique. It's such a unique case. That's the issue. It's, it's like unique. we never had. I mean, Bill's been around for a while. Have you ever had yeah. a situation like this happen where a guy is about to get drafted, possibly in first round, day two, and ends up in a murder investigation? Yeah, this is, I mean, as you can notice, it's a difficult situation, a tough situation, and there are teams that have him all the way off their board. You know, I mean, I guess every team basically has them all the way off their board at the moment. I guess we'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, there might be a couple of teams. That's what I meant about the whole risk, how risk-averse some teams are. There might be a team that says, we'll roll the dice. You know, it's pick 212 or whatever, or pick, you know, whatever it is, you know, pick, 201 or pick whatever it is, you know, 190-something, 180-something, 200-something. It's Lyle Collins. We have him rated number 14 overall on our board. We're just going to take a shot and see what happens. Now, 
obviously, as we said before, there's usually a sort of a slotting system where a person is taken here gets X amount. And if he is drafted, well, somebody violates the sort of normal slotting, and then, like I said, if a team that goes undrafted, if you get, I mean, like I said, I mean, the, the rookie initial salary part, you know, would still probably be roughly the same, but somebody could give him a pretty hefty signing bonus. I think is what might happen. I mean, and we'll see what happens. This is, like I said, a very yeah. different case in a bunch of different ways. And I would like to see maybe us, uh, maybe them allow a player to pull his name out as long as he hasn't been drafted yet. I mean, you know, which I, you know, but maybe just for situations like this almost. I mean, as long as you haven't been selected, you can still pull your name. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know if they'll ever do that. I think they'd like, I think the NFL likes the way it is, um, as far as I could tell. But it would be better for the player, I think, if they were allowed, basically, prior, as long as they weren't, hadn't been selected yet, if they were allowed to still withdraw from the draft. Well, if they, ever, if they ever get a minor league, like we talked about, that would happen. Because the only thing similar, I know even in sports that happened like that, was P.J. Tucker at North Carolina. Um, but he had a, he went to the D League, and then he got redrafted. But there is no, there is no so. D League, and you can't be redrafted <laughs> in the NFL. Yeah. So that's that's cool and everything, but it doesn't apply. The yeah. I, I've I've often wished that they had a D League. <laughs> you know, we've talked about this before too. Yeah, I mean, when stuff like this happens, then you wouldn't have to be so confused, basically. So the kid's gonna, you know. Gonna want to get. I mean, this guy was gonna be a top fifty pick for sure. You know, day three. You know, doesn't know. No one knows. Police are kind of messing them up because they're waiting all the way to Monday. <laughs> you know what yep. I mean? So yes. I mean, it took, yes. he passed a lie detector test, but that's not. You know, he still got to talk to police. So I mean, uh, it's gonna end up working out. So the Redskins win at life, get Scherf, and then sign this kid. Oh, and they redraft. Ugh. And suddenly, all is going to be right in the world for, for the Washington fans, except for the fact that their owner's still awful. Yeah, that's. Huh. Huh. Got, who do you guys have left on your boards? Uh, yeah, let's talk best available, and then we'll close this, this bad fella out. Um, well, obviously, uh, we've talked about some of them already. I think we have, but I'll, I'll go through some of my my guys once again. Obviously, Trent McBride. I, you know, I was going to mention him. That's sort of an obvious one. Um, I'll roll through a few other guys that that I like that still kind of sitting there, just waiting, waiting for a chance to. Find out where they don't play football. Uh, Devon Diggs, your boy, Javarius, a.k.a. Buck Allen. Um, Derek Lott. David Toe. Max Ballas. Lyndon Trail, right? I think you might have mentioned, somebody mentioned him. Josh Shaw. Uh, Bryce Petty, Justin Hardy, Wes Saxon, 
somebody did take Jalen Collins, right? Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, and he went he was on the Falcons in their yeah. in their we no longer care care as much about character uh revival under Scapioli, which suddenly has them with two really good picks and then one will yet to be we'll see. Right. Uh Mike Davis is still available, right? Among among the litany of running backs and the the question with that is always medical. Right. As uh, as is going up in Jay Right. Uh and uh, Jim's guy, Quint Quinton's fan is still has things still out there. Um Adrian Amos, a guy that kept hearing was sort of a riser. Apparently, uh, has not risen into day two. Those are guys that kept in mind for me. Who are some of your guys, Pete, who um, you think are best available going into day three? Uh, I love Shaq Riddick at this point. Uh, you know, as soon as, as soon as the draft opens, these are all guys I'd be happy to take. Shaq Riddick from West Virginia, uh, a team like the Giants or the Bengals would seem like the absolute perfect scenario for them for him. Uh, to be able to use his length and speed. Uh, Deron Smith from Fresno State, I love him as a free safety down here because of the sports area, but uh, was tremendous uh, the first two, or his sophomore and junior year. Uh, I really like Marcus Smith, or Marcus Rush from uh, Michigan State. Marcus Rush, there you go. Very impressive athlete. Record for for starts uh, at Michigan State under D'Antonio in that defense. Uh, very, I mean, he, he's got seemingly everything you want and, and the guy who's just sort of, eh. Uh, I love Austin Hill uh, from Arizona. I know a lot of people aren't that high on him, but I think largely because they just didn't see him this year uh, because he was playing tight end. And then when he was finally healthy, he was only at the Shrine Game practices. So if you weren't there or didn't have tape for him, you probably aren't really thinking about it about him outside of uh, his pro day, which is good. Uh, so he's sort of an out-of-sight, out-of-mind guy. Uh, I'm, I, You know, some of these running backs will be interesting to see where they go. But, yeah, it's, it's medical. I don't think any of the quarterbacks left should be drafted. They're all pretty awful. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Hundley go to the Eagles in some form. Uh, that's, you know, uh, Terry Williams is interesting. I'll be curious to see if his character – Leaves him undraftable for teams, but as a big body, he, I mean, he almost moves like the blob. I mean, he just he just keeps working forward, and and he seems to sluice through guys uh, without ever stopping his his momentum. So he's he's out of East Carolina, uh, had a lot of success, but again, major off field concerns, which have played a big role already. Uh, so, I mean, those are some of the guys that, that should be interesting. Oh, uh, the kid from uh, North Dakota State, Kyle Emanuel. Emanuel, yeah. yeah. Really like Kyle Emanuel. I, I mean, he's a guy who could go off the board any pick now. You mentioned Trey McBride. I'm surprised he's still there. Uh, Big-time value to be had. Yeah. Same question for you, Donovan. Who are some of the guys that you're – Excited about seeing where they go. Oh, uh, Brett Hundley is the uh, best player left on the board, so but I have to think he gets drafted tomorrow early. Um, 
Obviously, we talked about Collins and uh, Jay Ajayi is still there. Cody Pruitt. Um, can I post now? Josh Shaw is still there and Buck Allen, two SC guys. Clemmings with a foot injury, I know, still there. Um, Wes Saxton and Shaq Mason, two guys. Trey McBride, like you guys uh, both mentioned. Travis Rossidi was very productive at uh, Notre yeah. yeah, and I, yeah. So I mean, that's a guy I'm looking forward to getting drafted. And Darby. Um, got did he get drafted or is he still a board? I thought Darby got drafted. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, Darby got drafted. He uh, did. Okay. But yeah, Epo, Epo still. Um, Epo, yeah, Epo and Epo and the trail. Um, uh, Christian Covington's a guy that's a little raw, but guy I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Then I mean, David Toll, guys like that. Um, still alive. I mean, it's a bunch of guys still. So Darren Waller. Um, you know, Rakeem Nunes, Rocha. <laughs> right. That that guy's still pretty solid to me too. So yeah, there's a bunch of guys left, and then obviously the quarterbacks, you know, Homley, uh, Bryce Petty. Um, I think Brandon Bridge will go off the board, and then Brian Ben will go off the board too. But that's probably it, because I mean, I thought Petty and Homley would be gone by now, but they're still here, so they'll probably drop the other quarterbacks. So I only see like four more getting picked up, maybe five. Cody Vajaro, but it's probably it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and, and Jim, um, who are some of the guys you're excited about seeing? You know, some practice going on, what surprise about seeing go in day three, which could have some talent, obviously, quite quite a lot of talent still there. Oh, there's tons of guys. Uh, I mean, Quentin Spain there, Ben Henney, Trey McBride, Jack Mason. Um, Cody Wichman, um, Jarvis Harrison, depending on the knee, if, if that's fine. Um, uh, Ty, well, Ty Montgomery was drafted by the Packers. I, I missed that. Okay. Yeah, Montgomery did um, that. Yeah, that's maybe it's a 50, maybe. Uh, 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 Bobby McCain, obviously. Uh, Andy Phillips, uh, Kevin Henry, the two guys that uh, hopefully the kind of Mac guy, offensive one that I kind of like. Um, there, DeAndre Carter um, from you know Sacramento State. Hopefully, he can you know somewhere because I, I think as a wide receiver, he, he's definitely one that I really like. Uh, T.J. Clemens, surprisingly, still there. Obviously, knee sort of stuff, I guess. Um, Barely with a foot. Oh, foot. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Something injury, injury related. Uh, of course, Mike Davis, David Cobb, Jay Jai. Um, Andre Monroe, who might not get drafted, but I'm telling you guys, no. Oh, I, I like Monroe, but he he definitely has a chance to some to go undrafted and somebody and never get knows. a shot ever anywhere. Yeah, um, that's my only issue. That's my only issue with Monroe. He's one of those players where I I hopefully he doesn't get Joe Pesci. What I mean by that is, you know, he ends up on a camp, we get all excited, and then he gets bodied by the NFL and they blackball him and never, you know, because he's too short or whatever. I mean, he's a phenomenal player. I think if you put him in a, as a three-tech or some sort of interior joker like pass rusher, you could definitely do a lot of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Jeff Luck, obviously, still there. Uh, Ibrahim, Ibrahim Campbell, still there. Uh, I know some people don't like Damian Wilson, but I think as a finisher, yeah, okay. Um, Daryl Baldwin um, is a guy from Ohio State. He hasn't had a lot of starts in his career, but I mean, I think there's some stuff there if you want to develop. Uh, I think he's going to be interesting. Christian Covington from Rice, 
another guy. Um, I think we'll be interested to see where he ends up going. A pretty good pretext. Uh, Rakeem Nunez Rochez, as was already mentioned. Um, Bryce Hager, Jake Ryan, a couple other pursuit kind of guys. Um, Mark Lewinsky, which I guess is, I guess is uh, Donovan. Yeah. Quentin Spain is also following me, so maybe uh, there's a little bit of that too. So. Um, yeah, Chase Nelson, uh, I, I don't know if he's going to get drafted, but I think that he has um, some, uh, the tool that needs to possibly be a, you know, honestly, Eric Flowers and Chase Nelson, I view as kind of a similar, except Flowers a little bit more nasty here, but I mean, you could have got Flowers, you could have got Chase Nelson. I would have rather got Chase Nelson at some point. Uh, Ifo Kiebrick, Shane Shane Wynn. He doesn't get no respect. Doesn't get no respect because he's too short or whatever. I, and again, NFL doesn't like these types of guys, but he's a pretty good, you know, wide receiver. But, you know, in terms of this area, um, <clears throat> Darius Filon from yep. Arkansas. I don't get why. Like to me, I would have been willing to take him in day two. I know he came out a little bit too early. Probably could have got a little bit stronger and stuff like that. But tape-wise, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's a pretty good player, even though he's still young. Um, I, I'd be very interested in getting him somewhere and potentially getting a starting uh, interior guy. <clears throat> uh, Andre Walker, Quan Alexander, he's still, hey, another LSU guy, right? Uh, yep. BJ Finney, uh, Grady Jarrett, everybody's favorite little Penetrator, but doesn't make any babies. That guy, he's still available. Um, Shad Lyons, uh, Andy Gallick, as we already talked about. Kenny Bell. You know, yes. He's still Afro available. Thunder. Yes. Uh, Afro Thunder. Uh, Dylan Day um, <laughs> is another guy that I like, especially because I like to fight people. Um, Daryl Roberts from Marshall. <clears throat> Terrell Watson, Zach Zener, are, of course, <clears throat> those uh, the small school. Running back. It'll be interesting to see if one of those guys goes off tomorrow. Uh, I think Blaine uh, Clausell from Mississippi State, I believe. Yep. Blaine Clausell. Yeah. He might be somebody that ends up going tomorrow. Uh, Teo Fabaluji, uh, Tritton Brown from Florida. So honestly, should have. If you're gonna go with a, you're gonna go with a Florida offensive lineman, yeah. Third round is too high, but I would have gone Tritton Brown over Chaz Green. But um, yeah, he's still there. Corey Robinson, obviously, he's a guy. That is, you know, he, he can say this and that, but he could possibly be a right tackle. Uh, Cody Pruitt, surprisingly, Cody Pruitt, the guy that was getting first round talk at some point, yeah. Uh, yeah, now in the fourth round. Yeah. Um, but Nicole Pruitt, Michael Pruitt, yep. I mean, uh, right, said Nicole, <laughs> yeah, Michael Pruitt. Uh, he's still there. Adrian Amos, obviously, uh, the guy that was rising because he's a super duper athlete, but. Tape-wise, eh, um, right. Marcus Hardison, still there, obviously. Jake Jake Rogers, uh, offensive oh. tackle. Right. He's another guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Marshall State, Arkansas, he's still available. Right. Um, Michael Bennett. Hey, Michael Bennett, another guy that was talked up as a first-rounder. He's still yep. available. Um, Jordan Leslie, oh. I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he's He's kind of a bounce around places. Um, Cedric Thompson, obviously from Minnesota, is another guy that got a lot of talks, and now he's here. Uh, Will Ty, Michael, Andrew Donnell, kind of another guy. Tyler Davidson, Fresno State guy. 
um, Michael Bunch, EOCLA, uh, possible guard sort of guy, Jordan Taylor, obviously. What? Why are we seeing problems? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Nick Temple, Stefan Diggs. Yep. Right? Stefan yeah. Diggs. Right? Yep. Uh, Louis, Louis Frika Passat. Clayton Gathers, another one of the Gathers. He's still available. David Andrews, Kyle Roberts, Deron Brown, Angelo Blackson, who probably get drafted some point because he went to Auburn. Um, Gerard Holloman still there, the guy yeah. who had the most interceptions last year. Uh, of course, can't tackle, but whatever. Um, Rodney Gunter. Hey, small school. Rodney Gunter. Still there. Zach Vigil, still there. Uh, yeah. Rob Crisp. And uh, I hate to say this still, but uh, my, you know, he's, he's Rob Crispy Crisp because of the injury history. Uh, and then, yeah. of course, Bryce Petty. Akeem Hunt from Purdue. Gus Saxon, Devontae Davis from UNLV, Trey Flowers is still there, Brad Hundley, Antoine Gidley, Quandry Davis. See, there's a ton of players. So we'll yeah, definitely talk. And Jameson uh, Crowder, man. Nobody even mentioned him. <laughs> yeah, yeah Jameson Crowder, Duran Smith, Crowder's Greenberry. Go. Yeah, yeah the, middle, the middle of the next round. Yeah. Greenberry's going to fight later the fifth somehow, it looks like. Right, Gary uh, Peters. Uh, I don't know why I said Gary Peters, but yeah. Uh, Josh Shaw, hopefully he doesn't jump yeah. out of a window trying to save a baby. Um, <laughs> draft day. Uh, Justin, hey, Justin Hardy. Man, why did I forget Justin Hardy? Still available. Justin yeah. Hardy, obviously. Shot Green. Shot Green. Uh, Mario Alford. Yep. Uh, uh, George Farmer. You know, for oh. Donovan. <laughs> um, <laughs> For Charles George, man. He, he needs to get Sorry. drafted. Tony, Tony had, uh, Marcus, Marcus oh, Rush, and I'm surprised that, that he didn't bring up Marcus Rush. I'm surprised. I, but, can, I yeah. guys a quick, can I ask you guys a quick question? I know Pete is like in big uh, tank country too, or big whatever. It's got a lot of schools. But anyway, um, Jesse James, um, that's a name I'm surprised that's not gone. Um, any reason you guys think for I mean, Looks name like Rob Gronkowski plays like Danny Gronkowski. Yeah, he's a, he's a <laughs> he is a day three guy. He's got a lot of upside, but this is about where he yeah. should be it's in the conversation. Yeah, right. he go yeah, I agree. Early. His best case scenario is finding a very good team as far as a couple of nice inline guys where he can be that third guy and sort of find a niche and develop. Uh, but but I don't know uh, who's who's that kind of situation and who's going to sort of allow him to do all the things he can do well. He probably should have gone back to school, but whatever. Yeah. yeah. There's a crazy rumor. I don't know if it's true at all, but there's who was talking about he dropped because his girlfriend's still in high school. <laughs> I mean, she's like, his girlfriend's 17. I don't know what I mean, he lives in, but I don't know if it's legal. It's legal in Georgia where I live. I'm not saying I date seven children. Just saying it's legal. But that's a rumor. I don't know if that's true, but, I mean, apparently his girlfriend's a senior in high school. I don't think that's why he dropped. I, I think yeah. it's mainly because of the tape. I do, too. So it's mainly because yeah. of that. By the way, Christian Hackenberg, just to I don't know, throw another thing out, I don't know, whatever. Um, that, I, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about this later. But I just remember watching this one play where this linebacker, kind of 
settled in and he threw right to him. And I was, I don't know. Uh, but anyways, yeah, lots of guys, obviously. Lots yep. of guys. Um, Trey McBride still, yeah, Trey McBride. Yeah. Yes. Available. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That, that's kind of surprising. I thought that, you know, because, you know, we've had like a small school wide receiver that kind of went um, in the day three, you know, day two. I thought he might have been that guy, but obviously not. But um, I'm stunned. Unless there's something, you know, that uh, is yet to be found out with Trey McBride, I still think he can end up being a better receiver than Aguilar, who was picked in the first round. Well, they're very close together. In fact, there's not a huge difference between Cooper, Aguilar, and McBride. They're similar guys in a bunch of ways. Cooper obviously being, you know, slightly more polished in certain areas and, and a, a slightly thicker body than the other two. But in terms of what they can do in a lot of different offenses, I think they offer you similar similar things. I just think it's the fact that he went to William & Mary. I mean, I don't think there's any stuff, you know, out there. Uh, I think it's just that. It's the whole – I mean, not that William & Mary is, you know, that's not – Division three or something. I mean, he's playing in the CAA, um, which is a pretty decent FCS conference, but whatever. It's a pretty good FCS conference, but it's still an FCS. Yeah, right, exactly. That's kind of what I was driving at. Um, there's, yeah, we just pointed out there's a lot of really good players who are going to be you know, drafted at some point tomorrow and even some really good ones who are going to go undrafted. So we'll definitely talk about that when we do our wrap-up after the the Saturday show, um, what if we talk about the eighth round and, and some of the things that go on go on there. Uh, gentlemen, well, Pete, now tell people what you're up to, where they can find and follow your work, sir. Uh, you can find me at footballsavages.com or you can find me on uh, Twitter at PeteSmithFS, uh, Pete uh, where I've been uh, going to town on all the uh, different draft picks, especially Jalen Strong. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. You will need. Dominant, same question to you, sir. Yeah, you can um, find my work at rscmreport.com <clears throat> and uh, also doing some uh, work for you, jacked up over on FanSided. And uh, follow me on Twitter at Daunting Sports. And I guess, Bill, next month you're not going to call me. You can just call me California Kid because I'm going back next month. Packing up there stuff and driving so back. You're you're going going back back to <laughs> Yeah, man. I'll be um in in uh Hollywood for two months and then I'll be back home in, in uh sunny Temecula. <laughs> it's a lot safer. I, I like I said, I don't really want to go to Hollywood <laughs> for two months, but I have to. What I gotta do. Um yeah. <laughs> so I'll I'll be doing some like I'll be doing some, some stuff with um with uh, scout.com. Um, I got an internship. Yay. <laughs> As an editor, and I'll be doing some stuff for scout for high school football. So, yeah. But uh, I'm excited. Um, like, thank you guys. You guys are all great. You guys all are pieces of that. <laughs> Me getting that job. So I'm super excited about it. Great. Well, congratulations, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. And Sir James of Coburn, the knight of the dark metrics. 
Uh, tell us what you're up to, sir, and where people can find and follow your work. Well, I'm uh, <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know, you can find myself at allprofootballsports.com. I'm, I, I I will recover from this Raiders draft. Um, hopefully, McKenzie can be fired swiftly, um, as quickly as possible. Um, but hey, uh, I I will be doing draft stuff. So I've already posted best available um, on my site. I'll probably be doing some other sort of stuff. I finally got uh, some athletic. Uh, metric stuff that uh, that I wasn't a- able to get um, because of some sources that I got, so I was able to update a few things here and there. Um, but you know, uh, we'll see how the draft. If, if draft doesn't go well for the Raiders, oh well, you know, I'll just go on to the next draft. So hopefully they'll do better next time. Yeah, but um, there's the spirit. There, there's the spirit. Uh, not as bad as the Jets. Uh, the Jets draft, though. I don't think that much. But uh, pretty, pretty close. Pretty, yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, and you can also uh, follow me on Twitter, obviously at uh, capital J L M L C O L B L E L R L N one. And uh, yeah, that's about it. And I, I guess the show will be tomorrow morning or afternoon or. or uh, what exactly are we doing this year? You know what? I'm, I'm taking requests. Uh, <laughs> I know it's kind of early for some of you West Coast guys. Do you want to be? Would um, I mean I can do the more the morning show is not a big issue. It's just you know. Okay. I may I may make it a little later than usual. I may do it more like let me see. Because you're for you it's usually like seven a.m. right? Yeah, seven a.m. Yeah. I I might move it like two hours. There's a, a special special. Uh, I don't know. Thank you to uh, to Jim. I'm gonna move it about two hours later, <laughs> so Jim can, you know, have time to have his breakfast and everything. Okay. So uh, once again, I do want to well thank Don and Jane, Pete Smith, and gentleman James Coburn, and uh, I want to thank. You know, all those teams that allowed Bud Dupree to make it to Big 22. Thank you ever so much. In my wildest imaginations and dreams, I didn't think that would happen. So, so like, I can't say <laughs> I was pretty excited about that. <laughs> pretty excited about that. But, yes, um, we will do this again tomorrow. And I may, well, we'll see what happens. We, I may do, we may do a two-a-day. Um, I'm trying to, I'm debating on whether to do it two a day. Like two a day, on this training camp, two a day. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I do it two a day. You know, do a boarding show, then let you guys, you know, rest up for a bit, then knock it, knock out a, a little uh, wrap up show after the trap's over. I haven't decided yet. I'll, I'll take the temperature of people who might be interested, and if, if I get a, you know, a wildly strong response, I'll do it, and if I get a lukewarm to tempted to Spots, I'll, I'll leave, leave it be. But once again, I thank you all for your time, your talents, and your attention. We'll do this show again in one week, and we'll do uh, we'll do something tomorrow. See what happens. Uh, I'll check your emails, gentlemen, and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.